Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? Hey, Jeff, hey, what are you doing? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Just hanging out in the hideout. Welcome into the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best t- uh, nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am El Jefe, that is J-Dubs, it is the hideout. That is, uh, third Mike and Ryder. Um, Matt Albert. Six foot five, 500 pounds, 21 year old balding, uh, gray-haired virgin. And I completely forgot, even though he's not in Whose Weekend Was It, mm-hmm. we do have to talk about his weekend uh, on Saturday oh, night. Oh, yes. Let me write that down with him and Jailbait. Am I still a virgin? I don't know. Nice. <laughs> um, learning about teasing. That's Chunks, executive producer of The Hideout. He hosts the Hideout Headlines game show. Heard the headlines on the Phillips file, turning them into prizes here in about 15 minutes. 15 minutes, the Hideout Headlines game show. Some great prizes to give away during that. It's uh, Tommy Bateman, our director, on top of the talk and roll controls, responsible for the Hideout page on RollRadio.fn. And the best friend of Canyon, the newly outed wrestler. Yes, happened last night. We'll talk about that in just a minute. That is Gibbs, the unpaid producer. And I'll, uh, I won't even comment. Uh, what a fantastic last night Gibbs had. Uh, um, he's just, a soothsayer. I guess you would say that, yes. And uh, he screens your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. Oh, my friends, we have such a busy Monday night for you. Thank you for joining us. You're going to want to stick with the entire four hours. Uh, hey, hideout, your unscreened phone calls. Final hour of the hideout when it's safe. We'll talk about injuries during sex. Finally be able to get to that. Um Hideout Door Prize Blowout, whose weekend was it? Uh, It's our weekend recap game. We have some fantastic stories from the weekend. We put it in game show form so that you can be a winner. Matt Albert's your host, and also I think he has the best story of them all, (laughs) and he isn't even allowed. Uh, We'll talk about male myths, some of them defunct, or is it debunked? Uh, Debunked. It's Male myths debunked. Um, But more than anything else, J-Dubs, uh, the Oscars. Now, here's the thing. Not everyone watched the Oscars. Mm-mm. Maybe you've heard a little bit this, there, and the other. But the Oscars were especially important to us because out of myself, Dubs, Matt Albert, uh, Chunks, Tommy Bateman, and intern Gibbs, whoever picked the fewest in all the categories mm-hmm. of the correct, you know, the winners, has to go camping with the craziest heretic of them all, Zeppelin. A uh, former marine, uh, marine that's known for uh, rat-holing a gear shift when now, he was bored in Iraq. Now, I know they were really hoping for Matt Albert to lose so they could take him out to the uh, the sticks and uh, take him uh, camping because I guess they had a lot planned for him. But 
didn't end up working out that way. Uh, oh. Not quite. Almost. So, uh, but nonetheless, we will uh, break down. We have some of the Oscar audio for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot that we want to get done. But also, we will announce who the official loser was in our uh, hideout uh, Oscar pick. So you can actually go now and see it on the hideout page on realradio.fm. But uh, it is fantastic, and I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Uh, J-Dubs, also, too, real fast, little um, business up front. We don't have any sort of revolving door <laughs> audio, do we? Okay, this is concerning. This is concerning an, un, an unnamed person, but um, she has resigned her position with Real Radio Sales to pursue a career in catering and party planning. <laughs> that's not a bad thing to do if that's what you're into. No, unfortunately, I really, really liked this person, and she was great to the hideout. So mm-hmm. that's why I feel the need to bring this up. Because she had done a lot for us, especially this just in this. In the last few months, she's done a tremendous amount for us. But apparently, she did such a spectacular job with snack time last week. (laughs) That's what it says in the email. The email that they send out to everyone, she did a great job with snack time, our thing that kind of boosts morale around the station. Each department takes a uh, week and they do the snacks. That she realized it was her true calling. (laughs) And we wish her well. And we do. Yeah, Absolutely we really do. do. Read through that one more time. <laughs> one more time? One more time all the way through. All right. Blank has resigned her position with Rural Radio Sales to pursue a career in catering and party planning. She did such a spectacular job with snack time last week <laughs> that she realized it was her true calling. We wish her well. So we will. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, it's just the oddest email to get for someone leaving that she did such a great time with snack time, a half hour thing done once a week here at Clear Channel that 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 took her totally out of the business. She's like, screw it. I had such fun doing snack time. Here's the thing. Why don't we just hire her on as the official snack time person? Because no one else wants to do it. No, you can you can sell some gigs for the hideout and do snack time during the week. There. I did pretty good at Monopoly this weekend, so I'm just going to get into real estate. So, because that's what I do. I dream big. <laughs> so, nonetheless, best of luck. Um, <laughs> it is a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Oh, damn. Whoa. It's the hideout foam sign. All right, now let me tell you what's wrong. I can already tell you this is an issue. <laughs> I can already tell you this is a problem. Oh. It is fantastic. It's huge. It is the size of... A wall. Oh, yeah, a wall. Does that go for outside the building? <laughs> I mean, you could literally put this up on I-4, and it would be big enough to be a billboard. I don't think we have enough room. Yes, Gibb. It's bigger than the banner that we hang up. We can just use that as the banner now. We could actually use it to cover your head. Finally, something to cover your head if it rains. All right, Dove, the sign is here that we've bitched now, about so many yeah. times. The, the foam sign that everybody else in the in the station has up on the wall, we've been bitching about it almost for a year now. And it finally showed up. It is at least five feet tall. Yeah. It kills every other sign around it. All right, you know that hair chick Rhonda who comes in? Mm-hmm. It's taller than her. Yeah, definitely. Here's the problem. It's so much bigger than now the Phillips file, the Shaderberg sign, or the monster sign combined. 
And you know, tomorrow, Mike, mark my words, listen to Real Radio, you will hear every other show bitching about it. <laughs> Why? And now i got to tell you, it's a little creepy if it's that big. The eyes are staring at you. All right, can we get a picture of this ASAP to put on the website? <laughs> With me standing next to it? I mean, Matt, you could hide behind it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that is too funny. But it is I'm not going to bitch about it, though, because... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm down. I, you know, we won't. The other three shows, I guarantee you, <laughs> they'll be worse. I can't look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Why is their sign bigger than ours? It's huge. I've never seen anything that big in my life. All right, before the before they jump on it, I question why is our sign bigger than yours? I'll just put it out there so you don't have to. It's like middle-aged people with penis envy. We 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 want to make our penises look bigger, so uh, we get a bigger sign. But in all actuality, uh, it's still smaller. Yeah. That's our sports car. I'll tell you this: I kind of miss the giant Brian sign now. We should give that away in the, in the open door this week. Or maybe we just take that out to live gigs. Oh, boy. All right, 407 Oh, all right, now, all right, hold on a second. This is what's really going to piss people off. Jesus, what's that? That's S- the SBK Live sign. Oh, Damn. And I, that one's bigger than the Burke Show sign. And if you don't think that's going to end up an issue, <laughs> you're crazy. Wow. Holy Christ. All right, now I'm mad that SBK's is almost as big as ours. <laughs> I'm just kidding, by the way. Wow. By the way, uh, Tommy and Chunks, that bonus you're supposed to get, here it is. <laughs> Enjoy. In, in our sign and an SBK's new sign. This is the ultimate in the pissing contest, because I know the other three shows are going to be livid. We have to get a photo of this and put it online ASAP. It's going to be like a major league uh, outfield wall yeah. here soon. It is. Because the signs are just going to get bigger and bigger. It's just, it's too late already. That SBK sign is bigger than the Berkshire sign, and I'm telling you oh all. Oh, my God. It is going to be. The monsters have the smallest sign. you got to be kidding me. Ours is ours is obnoxious. Yeah. It's obnoxious. It's gaudy. I mean, it's the coolest thing ever, and trust me, we when, love it. When we get fired, Catherine, we're taking it. We are not bitching about it at all. We love it. I'm just saying, I know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, this is a kick-ass line. Oh well. Hey, real fast, then we'll get to the Hideout Headlines game show. Um. All right. We missed the Oscars because last night we were watching Triple R wrestle mm-hmm. out at the... Uh, oh, hold on a second. Here's SBK. So, brother. Yo, what's up? What's hey, going on, Have dog? you seen these yet? Hey, this is a big-ass size. <laughs> you saw them already, huh? They're so big, you can damn just see them on the air. I'm, t- I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can land a helicopter on ours. Wait a minute. Are they on the wall right now? Uh, we haven't put them up yet. They're, they're leaning against the wall right now. Man, I ain't gonna even try to put my sign up. I think I'm just gonna take it home. <laughs> I know, me too. That's what I'm. Now your logo's fantastic. That looks that looks awesome. Let me ask you honestly though. It looks really, really cool. Honestly, uh, you know it's gonna be an issue that yours is bigger than the Burke shows, right? They're gonna flip. Oh, dude. all the other shows are gonna flip. Dude, our sign. I'm not kidding you. Is bigger than the other. Let three me go. Shows, I want. I want to stand next to it. And maybe even the, uh, yours combined. Well, 
It, well, you know what? Hefe, they, they probably need to put the hideout sign, like, from where you're sitting to your left, that wall. Mm-hmm. Right there, you know, and uh, I don't know what they're going to do with that big-ass uh, SBK Live, son. I'll tell you this. Why don't we just make a Real Radio Nights side of the wall where yeah. it's the hideout <laughs> and the SBK uh, Live, except the problem is there's no wall big enough. <laughs> We're going to have to take it downstairs outside the compound. Oh, it's, it's definitely going to be uh, an issue, and, and we had nothing to do with it, so... Yeah, we did. You know we bitch and complain. <laughs> this is for the the makeup for a paycheck. Um, all right, we just we just stood our sign up next to trunks. It goes up to his shoulders. That is how large it is. I don't think I could wrap my arms around. It. No, there's no way. So, all right, it's, so brother, it's a nice sign though. Oh, it's fantastic. They Beautiful. Made, it's great stuff. It's I, like because it's got like the hideout. It's got the eye inside of the little house, right? Yeah, the house inside of the uh, eye, and it has it's a like, huge border. It's yeah. like the size of, like, a King Kong eye. You're right. It it's is. Like life-size. It's something that you would see over at Universal. All right, soul brother. Y'all take it easy. All right, baby. Talk to you. And by the way, pay no attention to Jimmy Jam, who for some reason keeps giving backhanded uh, compliments to soul brother on hideoutheretics.net. I thought they were beautiful compliments. <sighs> okay, real fast. So we missed the Oscars last night because we were watching... <laughs> Uh, Russ, I can't concentrate with this thing. In here. <laughs> it's just staring at you. We're gonna, have, <laughs> we're gonna have to get it out, dude. No, you gotta get used to it, my friend. Jeez. So anyway, we're at uh the uh, World uh, Wrestling Legends yesterday. Yes. And uh, Russ, just fantastic job. It was a great show at the Hard Rock Live. Congratulations. We were like, Russ is gonna turn heel. Russ is gonna turn heel. No way, Russ is gonna turn heel. But um, it was fantastic. However, we missed the Oscars. So we'll recap that for you, as well mm-hmm. as for us, here after the Hideout Headlines game show. But the one thing that we did see was um, Canyon, who's kind of a journeyman wrestler, right, Tommy Bateman? Mm, he was basically in WCW and then WWE most of his career. All right, but he made he never really got over, but he's pretty well known if you're a wrestling fan. Yeah, he worked in a lot of movies, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he came out of the closet officially last night. He, um... There no been, gimmick, completely out of the closet. There have been some rumors out and about. He, I guess he re- uh, wrestled DDP, and uh, he came out of the closet last night at the show. And I believe he's, like, the first missler to ever come out of the closet. He's really... I mean, if you count wrestling as, you know, athletics and sports, he's the first open gay athlete mm-hmm. active active you know actively uh in their uh, sport well he is a very good friend of tommy bateman's and he will be in the show in the hideout ouch tomorrow <laughs> yeah different uh he wishes uh here tomorrow to do an exclusive interview with the hideout and a gay dating game yep so if you're a gay man and you want to date the first active sports athlete who is openly uh, gay, he will be on the show tomorrow. We will be it. doing the Mannion dating game, and Chunks will be taking a uh, part in it. So he that, will be vying for one of the spots as uh, Canyon's date. So that is going on <laughs> tomorrow. You know why, Chunks? You're gay, <laughs> though you don't express it. You're gay. Oh, boy. We'll have plenty of drops for him. All right, let's take a break, come back. All sorts of prizes that we have to give away for you. 
uh, tonight in the Hideout Headlines game show. We have, let's see, oh, nice, tickets to see the Predators versus the Dallas Desperados Sunday, March 19th. More ticket information, OrlandoPredators.com, 407-44-PREDS. Interpol's latest CD called Antics. And also a case of beachside beer brewed by the Florida Beer Company. Nice. The award-winning taste that won first prize in Orlando Beer Fest 2004. Call now, be a winner. Hideout Headlines Game Show. You heard the headlines on the Phillips file. You turn them into prizes next. 407 916 It's a Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, I got some gossip about the signs already. Really? Yeah. I'll share it in a bit. Uh, first, though, the Hideout, and by the way, pictures are getting put up ASAP. Of the ginormous Hideout sign. Um, Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Beautiful 2,500 top grain leather sofas starting at $5.99. Sarah Buddies at the Wholesale Furniture Market. Over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture. 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market. State Road 436 in Casselberry next to the Sam's Club. Call the boys Big Dog Steve and uh, Dubs' his uncle Joe Dubs at 407-332-1314. Time to give away some prizes. The Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome. to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big, big. Now here's your host. Chunks. All right, the funny thing about this sign is we were taking pictures about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. And Matt can hide behind the sign. Yeah, he can actually, in the, like, you don't see, like, an arm sticking out or anything, comfortably hides behind the sign. It's as big as a 500-pound virgin. We'll let you, we will let you know the gossip that I've heard and also, too, um, when the pictures are up on RealRadio.fm. Let's go. Let's start off with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Ladies are always first in the Hideout. We'll go to Deanna and Tampa. You ready? Yeah. Which category? World, national, local, sports, or entertainment? Uh, entertainment. All right, here's uh, Chunks. All right, entertainment. Today is multiple choice. The Oscars ranked uh, raked in an estimated 38.8 million viewers last night. What percentage of a drop is this compared to last year's ratings? Is it A, 8%, B, 9%, C, 10%, or D, 11%? B. No. Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, 8%. And I guess the thing that uh, Jon Stewart is really worried about is, hey, he'd love to do it again, but last time uh, somebody hosting the Oscars by themselves did so badly, they got canned immediately afterwards. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Last year was a huge drop-off from the year before, too, with uh, Chris Rock doing it. That was a big drop-off, too. Here's the problem. And I read an article today talking about and we'll, we'll play this, too. we got all the clips from the Oscars. We'll play for you here in a little bit, because we even need to go over it, because we didn't really watch them, uh, watching Russ, uh, Russell yesterday. But the article that I wrote, or that I saw, was that, you know, once again, Jon Stewart, I think, did well for the people who were, like, watching at home. Mm-hmm. They thought he was funny, but the, but the stars and the celebrities didn't like it, because it was a lot of picking on them. And they're kind of humorless. Yeah, and you are at the mercy of the live audience, basically, when you're up there. And uh, when when you're bombing in front of them, you tend to be bombing 
at home just because the reaction isn't there to keep the people on TV laughing along with it. It was a lot of kind of uncomfortable chuckles. But they said he they, he did well. Like, it was mm-hmm. entertaining, but, you know, the the celebrities don't like it. I think the reason the Oscars ratings down, no one saw that stuff. None of the, it was all kind of independent, smaller films. And that's how it was last year, too. And I think that's why the ratings go down. But now, then those big budget movies aren't worth a crap. Now, the most uncomfortable hosting of an award show I ever, ever saw were the Waynes Brothers oh. when they did the MTV Movie Awards. So I was remember in, that. It was just, and I thought they did a good job, and I thought they were funny, but everyone in the crowd was basically, you could hear a pin drop in there, and it was so uncomfortable. I just, it's so tough doing those award shows because those people don't like to be picked on. Nope. They're so used to everyone kissing their ass. Even if it is a media darling like Jon Stewart, they're not into it. And for some reason, they love that Billy Crystal doing it. Because he's a hack. Mm -hmm. And they feel better. Because you know what it is? They feel threatened by a talented person like a David Letterman or a Chris Rock or a Jon Stewart. They want to hack like Billy Crystal up there to remind them that, you know what? Hey, maybe we are pretty good. Yeah. John, you're next up in the Hideout Headlines Game Show. John, which category? World, national, local, or sports? Let's do world. All right, let's go with world. All right, world today is true or false. Amnesty International accused the United States of committing widespread abuses in Iraq today. Is that true or false? False. Sorry, that's wrong. It's actually uh, true. No. Uh, Amnesty International says they're basically just going back to the Abu Ghraib, and then they're saying that the U.S. is still committing atrocities. Say that again. And, uh, what? what was it? People what prison was that? Uh, huh? What prison? <clears throat> The Iraqi prison. I guess people are still being (laughs) mistreated. You know, the one where the torture happened? And not getting trials. Becca in Melbourne, ladies first in the hideout. Becca, which category do you like? National, Um, local, or sports? Give me local. Here's local with Becca. Local today is also true or false. Contrary to previous belief, investigators in Daytona Beach confirmed that recent slayings in the county were not connected. Is that true or false? Um, I'm going to go with true just because America's sick. No. Aww. And it's false. Yeah. They are uh, connected. Indeed, it was confirmed today by investigators that uh, all three of the slings uh, were done by a serial killer or connected in some way. All right. So now, well, this officially makes it a serial killer, correct? Yeah. Wow. Because they all three were connected. Yeah. And I guess one of the things they found, too, one of the key things, I guess they were all killed on Fridays, all the victims. So for some reason that helped Ice them. cube. Yeah, I uh, big worm Devo Devo come out just stealing chains and bikes and then murdering them, tossing them to the side. The TGIF killer, big worm. That should be your name. Is he killing middle-aged women too? I think homeless women. Oh really? Yeah. Hot. <laughs> Let's go to Jose in Tampa. Jose, you're next up. You ready? For- yeah. National or sports, my friend, what would you like? National. Here's national with uh, Jose. The Nationals also fill in the blank. Mike Round signed a bill in the law today making it illegal to have an abortion in which state? Kentucky. No. Um, South Dakota. Yep, Jack was talking about it all day today. Um, I actually, too, have that uh, the audio, the news story from... I believe the Associated Press, mm-hmm. and it's great. The one great thing about news stories from the Associated Press, like audio stories, you genuinely get all the points. I think maybe like the Associated Press is one of the very few places left 
Well, they'll go and they'll talk to all the people from the different sides. So we'll get a lot of perspective when we play that. Kind of like NPR. Uh, no, NPR isn't quite. Oh. They lean one way. Really? Yeah. I should stop listening then. <laughs> yeah, like you've ever <laughs> heard an NPR show before. Uh, Derek and Deland, your next up. You're left with sports, Derek. You ready? All right, bud. All right, bud. All right, sports is filling the blank as well. Which former baseball Hall of Famer is in critical condition today after suffering a stroke over the weekend? Oh, man. Don't know it, bud. You want me to no. get... Uh, sorry about that. Kirby Puckett. Mm. Kirby Puckett, who, from what I understand, has had really a tough time ever since he left baseball. Yeah. Uh, didn't he have glaucoma or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like, he kind of he had to leave Jesus. prematurely because he started going blind. Didn't he get hit in the eye? And I don't know about that, but I do remember there being some sort of an allegation popping up, wasn't there? Yeah. Didn't he get? Uh, didn't he say he was raping chicks or drugging them? There was some sort of an alley. See if you can look that up. Uh, then he attacked a chick, allegedly. Yeah, I don't think it, it was true, though, or at yeah. least he didn't get in trouble for it. Whatever it was, it never found to be uh, true. But I remember Kirby Puckett having just one hell of a time um, since he's left baseball, and now there's a good chance that he may not be around any longer. By the way, I'm watching, uh, I guess, the previews, like the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're taking on like spring training uh, teams, mm-hmm. Puerto Rico is beating like the Astros. And who's another one? I think the Dem- Dominican Republic beat another like legitimate team. Mm. Like if you look at the lineup for Puerto Rico, it's like it's Pudge, Carlos Beltran, um, Javi Lopez. Mm. I mean, it's basically an all-star team for Puerto Rico. If Puerto Rico doesn't win at all, I don't know what happened. But this uh, this World Baseball Classic thing is going to be fantastic. And I heard the commentator saying, well, America's going to win it all. You should go to that baseball thing. Yeah. No, not going. I heard there's tickets. Yeah, I was offered one for Cheap. free. Cheap. It's so funny. Re- a real quick update to last Friday night mm-hmm. when Chunks tried to pay $60 for one of those tickets from Not Hefe, who I refused to get anything from because I know I'll then be forever in his debt. Hey, remember that time I got you that ticket to the World Baseball Classic? So he was going to make Chunks buy it for 60 bucks. Later on, after the open door, he offered it to me for free. Mm. So he's going to make Chunks pay for it, but then he was willing to just give it to me for free. What a scumbag. I know. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout, Real Radio. A lot to get done on a Monday night on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. 407 916 star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, Tommy found this on ESPN.com. Biggest falls from grace. Number one, O.J. Simpson. Number two, Joe Jackson. Number three, Kirby Puckett. Uh, I remember him being a real big role model, won a lot of awards for off-the-field contributions. Yeah, Kirby Puckett was kind of uh, that uh, that model that your parents would say, hey, Kirby, good guy. Center fielder for the Minnesota Twins. <clears throat> and then uh, he was charged with felony false imprisonment and gross misdemeanor sexual conduct, plus both his ex-wife and his mistress accused him of cheating on them. 
And then there was violence. Ex-wife told us I, over the years, Perkett had also tried to strangle her with an electrical cord, <laughs> locked her in the basement, and used a power saw to cut through the door after she locked herself in a room. Once, she said, he even cocked a gun to her head while holding their daughter. He was found not guilty on all uh, charges, but the damage to his reputation uh, probably can't be fixed. Well, he likes his eggs scrambled, and you can't judge a man for, you know, Putting a gun to someone's head. Mm-hmm. Number four, repeat Rose. Number five, Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. Six, Tanya Harding. Seven, Lance Renzel. Don't know who that is. Eight, Ben Johnson. Nine, Mike Tyson. Ten, aw, that's not George O'Leary. You would <laughs> Current think- coach of UCF. Oops. <laughs> you would think that um, Mike Tyson would rank higher in that. I mean, he was the biggest. Ah. Uh, I don't know, OJ, I think, I don't see why OJ wouldn't be number one, to be yeah. honest with you. OJ and Tyson, though, I think that'd be one and two. I didn't know all that had happened with, I knew some, some not so good stuff had happened with Kirby Puckett, but not to that extent. Tyson basically killed the sport, you know? Boxing has not been the same since all that stuff went down with Tyson, they lost their big star, they didn't have anybody to take his place when, uh, when he got booted. Right. There's somebody to take its place. Who? It's called the UFC. Hmm. Um, I, hey, real fast, so we talked about it right at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. and so our styrofoam sign finally came in, okay? And it's, if you've ever been here in the compound, you've ever seen pictures, if you go on, you know, monsters.fm or the hideout page on realradio.fm, you can kind of see the styrofoam um, signs of the show logos. Mm-hmm. And we'd even bitch for a little while because, you know, we'd been here nine months and there'd been no sign. And, you know, there's the Monsters logo, the Shannon Burke logo, the Phillips File logo. And so they were going to make us a sign. Well, well, they made us a sign, Dubs, that probably stands five feet tall. Yeah, I would say right around four and a half, five feet tall. At least five, I'd say. It is large enough for Matt Auer to duck behind and hide comfortably. He doesn't have to duck that far. No. And he's 6'5", 500 pounds. All I have to do is basically bend over, and it's covering me. Now, SBK Live, of course, Saturday night's right here on Real Radio, also had a sign made, and it is it is obnoxiously big because it's bigger than any of the other signs for the Monsters, the Shannon Burke Show, the Phillips File. But it, ours still dwarf it. Mm. Ours is the size of a wall. <laughs> it's a billboard. And so I just knew tomorrow that is going to raise hell with the other shows. Because here's the thing. Why? Just because if you put all three of their signs together, it's still not as big as ours? <laughs> now, here's the thing. This is a fantastic radio station. I love it. Everybody here is cool as hell. However, all of us, all of us in radio have some sort of an ego. Mm-hmm. We were bitching our egos that we didn't have a sign. Period. We had all the only uh, sign we had was one that one of our listeners made, and we've been hanging here forever. I would not be surprised if our sign is defaced at some point tomorrow. <laughs> no, <laughs> do not deface the sign. Probably shows. either by Russ or uh, Jim Phillips. Please don't. <laughs> Maybe even Burke. And here's the thing: I couldn't blame them. Just let us know if you're pissed off. We'll come pick it up and we'll take it home. <laughs> don't draw on it. We will. We'll just take it home. We're gonna change the names. Be all cute with it. El homo and gay scrubs. I yeah, never heard that one before. For good time, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> so, the gossip I heard. BJ provider. 
<laughs> was <laughs> that someone in upper management mm-hmm. yelled at the person who ordered the sign, thinking, what the hell, saying, what the hell were you thinking? And you can't really bitch at them because they know they're going to, you know, catch uh, some kind of uh, hell for it, too, you know? Oh, there's no doubt. The management has legitimate worry of uh, why, you know, why'd you order it so big, you know? Here's the conversation that's going to go on. Um, This is a night show, <laughs> and we've been here for years. Why is the sign? Why can I not look anywhere in this room <laughs> and not see this sign? It does follow you, no matter where you're at. And it's it's like, because it, it's the eye logo. So it's almost as if it is um, the Mona Lisa, which is following you everywhere. Honestly, you have to turn your head to read it all. Yes, you It do. is that big. All right, Matt, take off your glasses. This is the true sign of how big this thing is. Look at it. Can you read it? Clearly. <laughs> oh, no, no problem. I almost... It looks wooden. What are the chances we could take it out somewhere and have people drive by so they can see how large this thing is? Here's the problem. Whose car will it fit in? No, no one. <laughs> I've got a Scion that I love in this roomie and I can put down the back that I got it from Thurston's. It's not fitting in the back of that Scion. I can fit in the back of that Scion. I have a van, and that thing's too tall to actually put in the van. All right, if someone can get us a... Like a rental truck, we need I think a nice twenty footer. They delivered it nice as an eighteen wheeler. <laughs> yes, yeah. You think if we put it on top of somebody's car, people in airplanes could see it? Oh, absolutely. Like your head. <laughs> it's gonna be the new marker uh, for the international airport. Yeah, he, here's how big it is. Gibbs can hide his head behind it. <laughs> he can wear it like a graduation hat. <laughs> Where's the tassel? <laughs> put it on the other side. Now I become a man. So anyway, so the gossip is that already upper management is yelling because they know they're going to hear it from the other people on the station. And again, I don't blame you. I think we're going to get... And here's the thing. We're going to get photos, and they're going to be up on the hideout page on realradio.fm. You're going to be shot. But it is our show, and I think it is obnoxious. I want to make sure that we thank Universal Foam Inc. for making... Uh, the sign, I mean, it's it's beautiful, it's big, no it's one, real big. No wonder it took them three months. Oh, yeah, they, it was like the pyramids. They just had a bunch of slaves just putting each block on and building it up. They had to find new sources of foam. Oh, should have made the eye light up. Yeah, like, when it, <laughs> yeah, now, I'm, now I'm pissed. How is that thing ever going to biodegrade? <laughs> Never. It's not. Four like, years from now, archaeologists will be like, finally, like, what is this? Apparently there's some eye that would follow people around. Secret society. This did as much damage. <laughs> this does as much damage to the uh, the, to the uh, uh, environment than every Big Mac container combined. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Here's yeah, the, they just melted down every Big Mac container. Uh, Four hundred number threes to go. <laughs> no fries, please. Here's the great thing. Tomorrow I have that tune-up meeting that I get to go sit in. Oh, oh God. Uh, the first problem: the night show sign. <laughs> I can't see the mics. It's so big. I wish we could put a camera in here so, like, when Russ walks in tomorrow and then when Jim Phillips walks oh. in and everyone, just oh, yeah, and Shannon. Like, I, I want to see Shannon and his reaction 
to the, I think Shannon, while he will be focused on uh, ours for a second, because you can't <laughs> not look at it, <laughs> the SBK Live one being bigger than his. That and, is more than and, his motorcycle. And the Monster, uh, the Monster's one being the smallest of them all. It's just, I'm going to say this now, it's a travesty. And I just want to make sure that that's been put out there. Hey, maybe Jimmy Jam can say something on our behalf no. to the other shows. Please do, so Jimmy good, Jam. Since he's so good at I'm, it. I'm asking you, Jimmy Jam, post it. Tell everybody what we think. Is there any way to adjust the lights in there so it's just like shining on the eye? Like <laughs> you probably I, can. I like think a display case. I think you can. It's almost my wingspan. That's how wide it is. It's an IMAX screen. And we turn it around, show them, uh, drive-through movies on it. Oh boy. Honeymoon. Now showing on the hideout eye. <laughs> IMAX. It literally. That's what it is. March of Penguins. <laughs> All right, so that's the gossip that upper management has already yelled, and you know you're going to hear about it all day tomorrow. That's what it is. I just figured it out. To get a visual, it's the size of one of those uh, teleprompter screens in school. It's that big. Oh, the overhead projector yeah, the overhead screen. Yeah, screen. when you pull that thing down. That is, exa- that is a good way, of, but it's thick. I think it's bigger. And it's black. <laughs> Too bad it hey. wasn't green. We could do, like, movies on it. We could do our own, like, little, like... Oh, yeah, green screen. Of, yeah, special <laughs> effects. Do the weather on it. Look, here's Hefe flying like Superman. All right, let's take a break and come back. So make sure you listen to Real Radio all day tomorrow to hear them bitching about our sign. (laughs) Let me ask you this now. Does the sign make it? Yes. I mean, there's no way you can get rid of that sign. I'm willing to say this. One of two things will happen. It will make it, and the other three shows will get signs. I think that's the best bet. Just as big. Bigger. (laughs) Bigger. Or, or, the, bitch. Or, or <laughs> Catherine says, you guys can take this home, and we're going to get a smaller one for you. I say they have number three, no one has signs at all. <laughs> Put your hands Ooh. on your desks. <laughs> you know <what's> <laughs> it's a hideout for Radio 104.1. Steve in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Steve? <laughs> Steve? Oh, oh, he's got something I actually want to talk about. Steve, call back when you get a chance. Your phone's cutting out on us. Call back. All right, Dubs, the pictures are up on the front page of the hideout uh, page on realradio.fm. You can see the photo just right there of this sign that we've been talking about for an hour. <laughs> and you will realize that we were not kidding. Go there now, the hideout page on realradio.fm, and you will hear what management was bitching about. And you'll hear what the shows will probably be bitching about tomorrow. I would guess. And if not on air, probably off. (laughs) I see it. (laughs) Wow. I see nothing wrong with it. (laughs) Looks good to me. Yeah, people are already commenting, oh, sweet Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) We could make a homeless shelter out of that. Maybe we will. Maybe that's what they'll do when we get fired. I'll tell you this now. If something ever happens to us, we're taking that. Yeah, that thing. It shall not be left behind. No reason to waste. Maybe if we took the eye part off, we could, like, mount it on the wall and spin it. And it could be, like, Wheel of Fortune Ooh. or something like that. Or, like, uh, Price is Right. I'm digging that. So, anyway, it's on the front page of the, uh, on the hideout page on RealRadio.fm. Just right there. Dubs. So, um, we made some Oscar picks. As to, uh, you know, who would win what categories. Whoever got the fewest, whoever picked the fewest winners mm-hmm. had to go camping 
with Heretic Zeppelin. Um, well, here was the uh, last night, from last night, the uh, best uh, picture. And the Oscar goes to Crash. Now, none of us picked Crash. I almost did because I was the only one at the time that I saw. Me too. But I decided, hey, there's a big broke back buzz, and I'll take that one. I did not pick um, that either, even though I, I had seen it. Because I saw it, and I'm like, there's no way this is a movie of the year. No, I, I thought, I it, thought was, it was a really good movie, but definitely not movie of the year quality. I completely agree. Um, so I picked Munich for that, and the rest of you picked Brokeback. Mm-hmm. So there was 0-0. Zero, zero. None of us. Getting off on a great start. <laughs> Brokeback. Um, achievement in directing... Here this one is. And the Oscar goes to Ang Lee for Brokeback Mountain. Yes! Now, I wish I know how to quit you. Shut the hell up. Miss you. Hello. Got you. Now, Tommy and Chunks picked that one. I picked uh, Spielberg for Munich. Dubs picked uh, Benet Miller. For Capote. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Matt Albert picked the Crash guy, and Gibbs also picked the Capote guy. It was funny. I, I uh, reminded, once we were leaving Universal lesson after the wrestling, <laughs> I got in the van. I go, oh, damn it. The Oscars are tonight, aren't they? And then Matt just suddenly went full of fear. <laughs> and going, oh, About, God. Because it's who's going camping with Heretic Zeppelin out in the woods. And as soon as I get home, I log on. He's like, I'm so dead. And he gives me this link. And I'm like, oh, I haven't even got to check my email yet. I got home right at Best Supporting Actor. And I went 0-4-5 at the end of it. Oh. And I thought for sure, I'm like, oh, I didn't get any of these. Because everybody else was at least picking up one or two through these last ones. And I wasn't getting anything. And then I finally went on and did uh, some backlog searching. Do you want to hear the rest of the uh, Ang Lee um, speech? It? Yeah, it's right kind here. of funny just because of his accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I want to thank two people who don't even exist. Or I should say... They do exist because of the imagination of Annie Prue and the artistry of Larry McMurtry and Diana Osana. Their names are Ennis and Jack. No. And they taught all of us who made Brokeback Mountain so much about not just all the gay men and women whose love is denied men's. by society. I love the gay men. The gay men. <laughs> but just as important, the greatness of love itself. Uh, thank you. Thank you, members of the Academy, for this tremendous honor. And to everyone at Focus Features, uh, in particular, uh, David Lindy, James Shemus, thank you for your love and support. Uh, to Bill Pollard, Tori Mesker, Ira Shrek, uh, Joe DiPaolo, many thanks. And a special thanks to David Lee. And uh, thanks to my wife, Jen Lin, and my boys, Han and Mason. Han. I love you. Uh, on Brokeback, <laughs> I fill you with me every day. And I just did this movie after my father passed away. Uh, more than any other, I made this for him. And finally, uh, gay sex to my mother and family <laughs> and everybody in Taiwan, Hong Kong, China. Thank you. Thank he just gave the order to attack. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. 
right. or chicken fried rice. I don't know which one it was. Stop. Why I wish I know how to quit you. <laughs> Why be racist? Number seven. <laughs> Why be racist? Why? I wish I know how to quit you. All right, that's fantastic. You're going to have to hold on to that. All right, joining us on the hideout right now, the winner for the um, achievement in directing, Mr. Ang Lee. Ang Lee, you're in the hideout. <laughs> yes, Mr. Lee. Yes, I was. Okay. I don't want a number nine. I want a seven. Stop, stop it. Please, can you behave? No. No carrots. I think Gibbs. No was, I think Gibbs was that again. That wasn't really angry. I think it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. So much to the Academy for this tremendous, tremendous honor. I share it with others. Ray Fiennes, my, my luminous acting partner. Fernando Morales, our director, who's brimming over with such humanity. And our, our dignified, sensitive producer, Simon Channing Williams. And of course, John Le Carre, who, who wrote this, this unflinching, angry story. And, and he really paid tribute to, to the people who are willing to risk their own lives to fight injustice and um, they're, they're greater men and women than I but thank you, thank you so much thank you you know what I you know what I hate are people who use too many adjectives I don't want to play that again because we have so much audio to get through Yeah. but she literally I think wrote that acceptance speech with a thesaurus just way over the top. By the way, in the hideout pick, Oscar pick challenge, to see uh, who picks the fewest winners. Of course, not shooting for that. By the way, it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Um, Dubs, Chunks, and Gibbs uh, chose uh, Rachel Weiss. Uh, Matt and I chose the Capote chick, and Tommy went with the Brokeback Mountain chick for Best Supporting Actress. I don't even know who Rachel Weiss is. How did you pick her? She was naked in a bunch of movies. Yeah. Is she hot? Yeah. I. You know why I all picked right, her? Send me some links. She showed it all in, uh, what the hell is the name of that movie, Matt? Uh, Water? Something no, water? you suck. She was also naked in that Liv Tyler movie, uh, Stealing Beauty, I believe it was. All right, send me some photos. She was naked on a beach in that one movie. I Want You is the name of it. That's right. I heard that the cast gardener was really good, and I hadn't picked anybody in that one yet, so that's why I picked her. All right, and just... I figured and I, it might it might hit in that one. Blind guess. Steve in Orlando, you're in the hideout real fast. What's up, Steve? Hey, I got some audio for you to find. Mm-hmm. All right, Bill O'Reilly was on a show, and he took a call, and the guy ended up saying some name, and he was immediately cut off. Here's, yeah. here's the thing. I have it. I got it? it. I got it on Saturday. He said Keith Oberman's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The great thing is the caller was from Orlando, who called into the radio factor, and, oh, that's right. and dropped uh and dropped Oberman's name. By the way, I love Oberman's show Countdown. And they're doing a whole kind of radio war thing right now, O'Reilly and Oberman. I have the clip. It's nine minutes long. I'm gonna uh, tonight edit it down and I'll play it for you tomorrow. But it's fantastic. There's only a small portion that you need. He pretty much is a threat to the guy or something. Yeah, he uh, about... he says uh, that uh, the uh, the Fox uh, security security is going to get a hold of the local authorities in Orlando, and he will be dealt with. Yeah, for making a prank call. So, Steve, we will have that for you tomorrow. Thank you, buddy. And you're going to be dealt with. That's always the thing. If you can't come back at a guy, 
<laughs> or come back at someone. Do you know this is illegal? I will a, sue you. With a prank call. Uh, you have pictures now. Um. Oh, she's hot. Hey, was she the one in... She wasn't the one in... Um, Why am I Constantine, was she? Yeah, she was in The Mummy, too. That's her? Yeah. If I had known that, I'd have picked her. Yeah, she's the chick from Constantine. And in Chill Factor. I never saw Constantine. Or Chain Reaction. It's great. You missed out. All right, Dubs, here's Best Supporting Actor. Or Best Actor, I mean. And the Oscar goes to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. I'm in a a category of some great, great, great actors. Fantastic actors. And... um, and I'm overwhelmed. Uh, I'm really overwhelmed. Um, Does he cry? My friends, my friends, my friends. <laughs> He's told uh, them I'd together. Like to thank Bennett Miller. And- <laughs> it's so funny when they start repeating things, like they're uh, trying to write a 500-page, uh, 500-word uh, uh, essay in like the fifth grade. <laughs> very, 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 very happy about this. I period. think that's just like your way of holding it together. Yeah. All right. That is that is a hot pick. That is full frontal, and she is hot. She's kind of a poor person's Monica Bellucci, Rachel Weisz. And Danny Futterman, who I love, I love, I love, I love, I love. <laughs> uh, you know the Van Morrison song, I love, I love, I love, and he keeps repeating it like that. Um, That's you. And um, filling time. And I'd like to thank Tom Bernard and David uh, Michael Pinzer. Barker. Thank you so Shut much. Shut up. And, uh, and my, my, my mom's name is Marilyn O'Connor, and she's here tonight. Bragger. And uh, I'd like, if you see her tonight, name to dropper. congratulate her. Uh, because uh, she brought up four kids alone, and, uh, and she deserves a congratulations for that. And... Um, <laughs> Ah, we're at the party, Ma, you know. Um, <laughs> what is he talking and, uh, about? She took me to my first play, and she stayed up with me and watched the NCAA uh, Final Four. And uh, <laughs> what, what, my passions, just her passions her became my passions. And uh, She once tied my shoes. Moms, I'm proud of you, and we're here tonight. And <laughs> she makes great meals. so good. Thank you. All right, here's the funny thing about Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's a great actor. He is the epitome of what you think a kid toucher look lo- looks like. Really? You've never seen him before? I can't put a face with it right now. He was the gay guy in Boogie Nights. Yeah. Oh, okay. What yeah. are you doing, Scotty? I'm an idiot. <laughs> what are you doing, Scotty? You like my new Camaro? We're friends, right? <laughs> and I had a, I had a buddy um, who kind of looked like, like in college. We called him Gimp because mm-hmm. he looked like the epitome of a kid toucher. But he... Um, Gimp looked like a cross between Philip Seymour Hoffman and that fat guy on My Name is Earl. And it's just really, you couldn't be any more disgusting. He, he was also um, in Punch Drunk Love. I know who you're talking about and, now. And uh, Almost Famous. He's, he's in the new Mission Impossible, and honestly, I think... I don't it, like those movies. Well, it could be kind of good, because he's in it, and someone else pretty cool in it, too. Tom Cruise? No, not that guy. All right, here is uh, Dubs, I believe, next up, Best Actress... Oh, this and the Oscar goes to Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Walk the line. All right, Tommy and Chunks and Gibbs. Pick that. Growing up in Tennessee. Um, I actually saw this I, one. I want to say that um, Johnny Cash and June Carter had a wonderful tradition of honoring other artists and musicians and singers. And I really feel that tradition tonight. It is very important, and, and I really feel it. So I want to thank the Academy for this incredible I honor. Was um, and um, I was T-Bone Burnett for helping me realize my lifelong <laughs> dream of being a country music singer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, T-Bone. And um, I want to say thank you to Joaquin Phoenix, who uh, just put his heart and soul into this performance. Commitment and passion for this character and for this performance was just remarkable, and I feel so lucky to have gone on this journey with you. Um, I'm so blessed to have my family here tonight. My mother and my father are here, and um, I just want to say thank you so much for everything, um, for being so proud of me. It didn't matter if I was making my bed or making a movie. Never hesitated to say how proud they were of me, and that means so very much to a child. So thank you, Mom and Dad. Um, I want to say thank you to my wonderful husband and my two children. We should be going to bed. And um, thank you for loving me so much and supporting me. My my grandmother was one of the biggest inspirations in my life. She taught me how to be a real woman, to That's have strength and self-respect, and to never give those things away. And those are a lot of qualities it's I saw in Jean Carter. And people used to ask Jean how, how she was doing, and she used to say, I'm just trying to matter. And I know what she means, you know. I'm just trying to yeah. matter and live a good life and yeah. make work that means something to somebody. Yeah. And you have all made me feel that I might have accomplished that tonight. So thank you so much for this honor. <laughs> wow. Oh. Oh. You imagine oh, that's what Ryan Felipe has put up with? Yeah. The pointy chin. Yeah. That's painful. Literally, I wonder if the children also have yield sign faces. <laughs> it's like an elf shoe for a chin. Oh, boy. All right, here's, I think, the last of the audio just for, like, the big ones. And the Oscar goes to George Clooney in Syriana. Which, by the way, none of us picked. Wow. Thank God right, I'm, so I'm the winning director. <laughs> it's funny thing about winning an Academy Award. This will always be sort of synonymous with your name from here on in. It'll be Oscar winner George Clooney. Sexiest Man Alive, 1997. <laughs> Batman. Died in a freak accident of a... Um, listen, I don't quite know how you compare art. I just, you look at these performances this year uh, of these actors, and uh, unless we all did the same role... Doing the butt. Suit. Well, I'll try that. <laughs> unless we all did the same role, I don't know how you compare it. They are stellar performances. Blah, 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 blah. Work, and I'm honored, truly honored to be up here. And finally, I would say that, uh, you know, we are a little bit out of touch in, in Hollywood every once in a while, I think. It's probably a good thing. We're the ones who uh, talk about AIDS when it was just being whispered. And we talked about civil rights when it wasn't really popular. And we... Uh, you know, we we bring up subjects. We we were the ones. This is the, this I academy. Did, I, I this group of people too. gave Hattie McDaniel an Oscar in 1939 when blacks were still sitting in the backs of theaters. I'm proud to be a part of this academy. Proud to be part of this community. I'm proud to be out of touch. And I well, thank you so much for this. And boom goes the dynamite. Why is it that the sad Hulk music is playing behind all of them? Mm. Isn't it supposed to be a happy thing? I guess. So, I'm so happy. None of us got best supporting actor. Oh, by the way, going back to best actress. Um, like I said, Tommy Chunks and Gibbs picked Walk the Line. Um, the other ones that were chosen were just Felicity Huffman by the rest of us. Damn tranny. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure we'd get a, a tranny uh, best actress. <laughs> All right, real fast, running through. 
Um, let's see. For best adapted screenplay, uh, self Dubs and Matt Albert got that right. For film editing, uh, myself, Dubs, and Chunks got that right. We all got best documentary. Um, best achievement in costume design, I got that one. Tommy got that one. Chunks got that one. By the way, this is all on the hideout page on realradio.fm. That was Memoir's Geisha, right? Yeah, but Geisha. Did you watch that movie or something? No, I just saw a lot of previews for it. And, okay, because I, I had no idea what that was. That's why I didn't pick it. Um, achievement in makeup, Chunks and Matt got. Best animated feature film, Dubs and Chunks got. Let's see, best, best visual effects. Uh, myself, Dubs, Tommy, and Matt. Best action short was Dubs, Chunks, Matt, and Gibbs. Six shooter, baby. Animated film. I don't <laughs> know how you guys even chose that. <laughs> Animated film, Dubs, Tommy, uh, Matt, and Gibbs. <laughs> Original screenplay, Dubs, and Matt. Paul Haggis. Um, foreign language film was Dubs and Tommy, the South African film. Best, it was great. <laughs> I hate that film. Tootsie Roll. Best, ori- <laughs> best original song, uh, I got, Tommy got, Chunks got. Best original score, Chunks and Matt got. Nobody got best documentary short. Um, best sound editing, myself, Tommy, Chunks, and Matt. Sound mixing was Gibbs. He was the only one to get that one. Um, uh, achievement in cinematography. I was the only one to get memoirs of a geisha, and best art direction. None of us got. So the totals for picking the winners for the Oscars. First place goes to Chunks. Wow. Second place goes to Tommy Bateman with eleven. Chunks at twelve. Tied for third, J-Dubs and Matt Albert <gasps> with 10. Uh-oh, this means it's up to Hefe and Gibbs, and it was Hefe's idea. Coming in fourth, next to last with nine, me, Hefe. So that means that intern Gibbs will be going camping yeah. broke back mountain style. Not me. With, Thank God I'm gay. With Zeppelin. <laughs> Thank God I'm gay. Ex-Marine and craziest of the hideout heretics. Thank God I'm gay. And known rat holer. <laughs> I have HIV. You guys will be sharing a tent together. You will be shafted. Shooting guns together. Great. And uh, it'll all be documented. Mo. I've been shafted. It's like you're going out with a crazier version of the nude. Thank God I'm gay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a scary thought. It is. It's true, though. With flashbacks. With a Ted Nugent who drinks, oh, essentially. Oh, yeah, and he gets flashbacks when he's sleeping. He does. And he sl- never sleeps that far away from a gun. Yeah, he always has a gun, and you guys will be in a tent. Gibbs, any, any thoughts? You Two look tents Iraqi. inside of a tent. <laughs> the fear inside of me is overwhelming. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Maybe we'll get a hold of Zeppelin and see what he has planned for you. It's the hideout. Rule Radio 104.1. A little bit of the Oscars there and John Stewart. I saw literally none of John Stewart because of the wrestling we were at yesterday. It's the hideout. Rule Radio 104.1, which was a fantastic show over at the Hard Rock Live. You're Again, right. Triple R was badass. I came home and watched like a half hour of it. I didn't see really any of him. It was just, it was all award, 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 award. So there he was making a funny. That was one of his few jokes, apparently, that really got over with the crowd. 
Of course. Here's another one uh, where he takes some digs the Democrats. It's a little shocking to see all these big names here, these huge stars. The Oscars is really, I guess, the one night of the year where you could see all your favorite stars without having to donate any money to the Democratic Party. <laughs> and it's exciting for the stars as well. This is uh, the first time many of you have ever voted for a winner. So again, it's kind of that uncomfortable. uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, this was actually when uh, Three Six Mafia went for best original song. It's just oh. pretty fun to listen to. And the Oscar goes to. It's hard out here for Hey, we want to thank Keith Young, our choreographer. Yes. Man, help me out. Uh, whole Sony Records, Lisa Ellis, our moms, our whole family. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, select on his for giving us a chance. The Academy, we love the Academy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gil There's Kane. one mic. Everybody, man. <laughs> Hell, I got Junkies. plenty of talent. I don't know nobody. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> thank, I'm not, you. thank everybody. Where's he, Donnie Einer? Yeah. Once again, our families. What's up? Going down. George Clooney, my favorite man. He showed me love when I first met him. We out of here. Yes, Matthew. They're acting like it's a rap concert, and they're all talking at the same time. Have you ever been to a rap concert? Yeah. And they just there's like five guys with mics, and they're all talking different, you know, lyrics at the same time, and that's exactly what they just did. You seem angry about it. You At least didn't say babies' mamas. That's all I. That's all they, I can say. They've been that. sipping on some scissor. You just feel like, hey, maybe somehow they uh, misrepresented. At least drop the act a little bit. You know. You think it's really English? Use some diction. You think it's really an act, though? <laughs> I've heard they're they're pretty smart and right. have it together. They what? Three Six Mafia is pretty smart. They they play out the thug angle. I've heard some of their songs. All right. Uh, John Stewart has a couple quips about it. Here's the first one. For those of you who are keeping score at home, I just want to make something very clear. Martin Scorsese, zero Oscars, 3-6 Mafia, <laughs> one. Which, when you think about that... That's crazy. Uh, Travis. <laughs> Maybe he should make a rap song. Maybe that's what he's been missing out on. And here's another one, too, along the, about the 3-6 Mafia. You know what? I think it just got a little easier out here for a pimp. I think it did. Now I'm worried. Now I am worried. Now I know the 3-6 Mafia is going to get into it with Yitzhak Perlman's posse. I know it. And then they uh, have only one way to solve it. Dreidel off. All right. How come they're the most excited people here tonight? Why is that? They're thrilled. They're, they're, they're thrilled. That's how you accept an Oscar. There's one way to reach out to this audience uh, about the difficulties of being a pimp. I think it's clearly through interpretive dance. All right. Yeah, that's why, that's to me why, uh, why Stuart, and I didn't watch it, but from just what I've heard, well, I think he was badass. He was kind of like putting the celebrities in their place. Mm -hmm. Like, look at these guys genuinely excited to be here. I mean, and you guys are just coming up here all stuffy. Yeah, just reading off your little note card or crying. Look at these guys; they're happy. It's like they wanted him. 
Does it matter if they won this or the MTV Music Award? They don't care. Either they won. Or. You won something. So what? And then real fast, skip the 14 dubs. It is Matt, uh, Mel Gibson speaking Maya in the opening scene. Oh. Please welcome Mr. Mel Gibson. Did I hear people laughing back there? Well, I think it was subtitles about why he didn't host the Oscars. I think John Stewart did a whole self-deprecating thing about why he was he was like the last person available. Everyone else said no. Mm. But even still. Um, and I guess Gibson's new movie is going to be all that. Yeah, it's, it's uh, another subtitled one. He's found his gimmick. He's running with it. Got to roll. Americans, if there's anything we love to do, it's read while we're at the movies. <laughs> I way to find the niche. Lewis in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Lewis? Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, buddy. Hey, um, that's one reason I don't, uh, you know, watch the Academy, because everyone's so uptight, and it was really refreshing to see uh, 3-6 Mafia go up there and be themselves, have a good time, and uh, one suggestion, uh, I wish they put uh, more rappers in the Oscars, it would make it more fun to watch. I, but, I, uh, I agree, they ought to, like, well, I mean, they have to be more songs nominated, that's the big thing, is that this one got nominated for Hustle and Flow. You know what might make it a little easier? Hmm. Hold that and the Source Award, same night. Just an hour <laughs> apart, you know, so you get the the uh, trickle of each uh, each uh, crowd going into each other. Maybe they'll they'll uh, perk up a little. Mandatory bit. Mandatory escorts. You got Trick Daddy escorting <laughs> Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. down the uh, aisle or up there together. You have coat check rooms and gun check rooms, AKs and nines in certain places. Scott Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? Hey, man, just wanted to give you a heads up. Kirby Puckett died. I just oh, saw no. that online. Kirby Puckett did, in fact, die oh. from that uh, stroke that he had. Um, I guess it was today. 44 years old. Damn, dude. All right, hey, thanks for that, Scott. Appreciate it. My speech is that perfect. I had a stroke. I can intuit help how to walk and talk all over again. I had a stroke. I I don't think enough time has passed. Yeah, it's been like five minutes. <laughs> he just died, dude. He's warm. He could really uh, stroke the back. His eyes hadn't even closed yet. Stop it. Well, he couldn't see anyway. True. Poor Kirby, man. He probably still is warm. Didn't even see it coming. Will you stop on <laughs> no, that? Seriously. I mean, but that, why? That's, that's, the, that's the metaphor. The body's still warm. And I'm saying literally, in this case, the body is still warm. That doesn't make it any better. Sure it does. It wasn't a joke. It's honestly the truth. His body's still warm. Stop. And you behave. <laughs> behave. <laughs> Doctor standing over him straight through. You're out. Listen, Orlando, what's up? Hey, I just called. I wanted to add one more thing. What do you guys, what do you guys think about having uh, Paul Mooney uh, to uh, host the Oscars? Right, that, that would be, awesome. be the greatest Oscars <laughs> ever. And they would be Thanks, constantly. Thank you, you too. Constantly dumping out the N word. <laughs> Stop, dude. Kirby Puckett was badass. He was 44. It's not funny. 
Here's the thing, though, about Kirby Puckett. He was never in shape even when he played. No. Like, he had, he was one of those baseball guys, like, back in the day before they all mm-hmm. roided up. Him, John Cruck, just sloppy. Tony Gwynn. And just sloppy and mash. The everyday man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Gonna be buried with this walking cane. Never had a stroke while you're making love. <laughs> All right, you know, we're gonna move on. Only feel half of it. That's all nice right now. Have you ever had a stroke on third base? So, what is that? It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Boosted, boosted, boosted. I'm a big bastard, bastard, bastard. I enjoy the company of a bug. I'm catching. I enjoy that guy. I'm a big bastard, bastard, bastard. Monday night in the hideouts, Real Radio 104.1, about 20 minutes away from giving away some more prizes in the hideout door prize blowout. It's Monday, so that means whose weekend was it, our weekend recap game. Very easy for you to be able to be a winner. Yes, the countdown has started. Dick, you do the honors, buddy. Let's count it down. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. We're less than 30 seconds away from the big moment, and we're coming up on 20 seconds. That's it, sir. 30 seconds. There it goes. They're waiting in anticipation. Oh, what a legend. Honestly, Kirby has to be happy he didn't end up like this. Yeah, he probably wanted to go, just go out. 
Well, Titanic. Titanic, definitely a chick flick. Loved it. Oh. Won't watch it again. I only, only loved it in the theaters. Tried watching it outside the theater. Hated it. You didn't watch it when it was like on ABC? No. They got the boobs out. Why would you? What about Crazy with with Melissa Joan Hart? I love that movie. What? I, I You know what? I do too, but I think that's more of a what, teen flick. What movie is that? Um, Melissa Joan Hart, um, the guy who looks like Sideshow. From Entourage. Yeah, the guy from oh, Entourage. I thought that was called something else. No, it's crazy. Are you a big fan of Enough, too? With J-Lo? Oh, oh God. I remember the, the first laugh I ever got on your show when I was just a listener was saying, the only thing good about that movie is some guy punches her in the ribs a bunch of times. <laughs> that was a great part of it. That, hey, that joke holds up. <laughs> no wonder we brought you on. Uh, it's a hideout road radio 104.1, 407 916 I How about, like, Dubs, you and your chick watch TV all the time, right, mm-hmm. together? Do you always have to be holding the remote? Yes. Is that a true or a false guy myth? That is definitely a true one, at least with me. I'm never without the remote, and if she has it, I, I've, I've gotten past the point where I lovingly try to just sneak it away. I just go and yank it. You ever tell them to go get something so you can take it from them and they're, while they're gone? <laughs> you, know, you know what I find interesting, though? When I'm over at your place, Dubs, you let me... Uh... Handle the remote. It'll stop now. You didn't have cable before, so I felt bad. And I'm like, you know what? He doesn't have cable. I'll let him have his fun right now. That was very nice of you, though. Very womanly. Appreciate it. Um, Welcome. How about the male myth of we never listen? What? That oh, one is... That is true. That is truer than you could ever imagine, ladies. And we, And when we do... It pisses us off. That's why we don't listen. Trust me, I know. I know. I can't wait to talk about your weekend <laughs> with Jill Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the funny <laughs> thing about that. <laughs> yip, 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 yip. We will listen when we're trying to get it. Mm-hmm. But there's something simultaneously, like once we get that first explosion, that like closes off our ears. <laughs> and we no longer care. And And here's the problem. Then girls will go and talk to their other guy friends who like to listen to them. Problem is, those guy friends are trying to get it, too. Yeah, and then they once they get it, they turn into the same person we are. Yeah. So good luck. And oddly enough, we learn how to hold a conversation without listening. It's the, uh-huh. it's the great... <laughs> now, let me tell you, there are a lot of young men listening right now. I mean, we're young men, too. We're in mm-hmm. our 20s. Uh, but a lot of you may be teenagers... Shouldn't be listening, but you are, hopefully, with the uh, accompaniment of a parent. But look over at your dad, and Naked. your dad knows that, that is one of the re- that's one of the ways you know you become a man, is if you can hold that conversation with a simple, mm-hmm, oh, yeah. Oh, no, you're you, right, you're right. You know it completely on voice inflection, on how to respond, <laughs> you know, and just how their uh, the rhythm of their voice is going. Oh, that sucks. Oh, mm. Oh, Jesus, I, I, how do you handle that? I so agree with you. I mean, really, I I, I don't know how uh, how she thought she could do that. They wow. shouldn't be allowed to do that. Uh, Actually, I just forged you in a, an I am that fits this completely. Um, all right, Massage Girl Kimmy says no woman should ever expect to be heard. All right, EJ from the oh, U. Love. EJ from the U. 
<laughs> I'm doing that now. She's telling me stuff about her wedding, and I'm just ignoring her, listening to the show. About her wedding. <laughs> He's not going to be involved. He's just a guest there. What time do I have to show up? Or I'll be there 15 mm-hmm. minutes later. He's going to be wearing his jersey. All right, 407 I guarantee he'll be wearing the rings. Oh, yeah, that's what they'll exchange, those uh, championship <laughs> rings from the U. Shockey's the best man. Um, here's one. Better than him. <laughs> it's like, can I have him? Here's one. Uh, what about when you're like when your chick argues with your mom? Does that ever happen? I could see that happening with you, Dubs. No, it- actually, that doesn't happen. They get I- along. Mm-hmm. I and that would probably annoy me because I'm the one that argues with my mom. No one else. You know, it's very territorial. Right. <laughs> All right. Here's the best one, and I'm I'm here's the best myth, and I want to. I want to say that next. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. All right, by the way, it's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. I guess System of a Down has been added to the OzFest lineup. That's pretty sweet. I was wondering if they're going to do a second tour with the release of the uh, the new album. Well, or albums. I didn't even uh, really... I usually follow OzFest pretty close by having them looked up the lineup this year. Oh, System's on it. Nice. That, honestly, for me, makes it enough nice. to where I would go this time. Yeah, that's worth it, then. Um, we'll get back. In fact, I'm even, we got some prizes to give away. All right, if someone can name another one of these myths, these male myths, and we agree on it, uh, any of us, we agree on it, we'll give you a prize. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. we already thrown a few of them out there. If we agree, that's a true one. And we'll hook you up with a prize. First, let's go to uh, Michelle in Daytona. What's up, Michelle? Hello, handsome. Hey there. Oh, hey, I Hi. One of... <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh, too bad. Phone cut out. Sorry, sweetie. <laughs> Who's phone keeps cutting out recently? I don't know. Something weird's going on. It's a weird day today. Zaxxon. You know Don't what? mention because you know who's going to call. He's mm. been listening. He's there, been ramming me. There is a new Phil Rap song out. Mm. No, thank you. Very easy-ish. UFOfulfilled.com to get that one. All right, Dubs, is this male myth true? We're jealous of your guy friends. Yeah. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> of their guy friends or our own guy friends? Of their guy friends. No, I just think we don't trust them, because we know what they're up to. The yeah. guy friends? Even the gay ones. I'm like, I still don't trust them. I yeah. think it could be an act. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not jealous of them, because that would mean I, I would kind of want to be them. I just, you know, you just don't like them around. Because I'm kind of going through this now with the chick that I'm seeing, where there was some douche that liked her, but never, never gave her the time of day. And then all of a sudden, now that she's, you know, seeing somebody and this, that, and the other, he's really into it. You know what I mean? And well, now he just wants to watch. Let him. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he wants to step into the picture, and he won't back off. I'm like, you gotta get rid of that dude. At least while I'm around. Oh, it's harmless. He's just a friend. Yeah. I know. I hate that. He doesn't like me in that way. He absolutely does. We enjoy the same kind of thing. It's, it's just friends. <laughs> he doesn't like me like that at all. He might be gay. Four zero seven nine one. Actually, that rumor is also. He did help me change my underwear, that, but it was just in a friendly kind of way. Yeah. 
Tried a fashion show for But a year to make gloves, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story in my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. All right, Dubs. Let's see if some of these myths are true or not. All right. 407-916. If we agree, we'll give you a prize. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Let's go to our Barker in Orlando next up. What you got, Barker? Hey, just uh, myth my wife always says that uh, guys never ask for directions. Which is true, because every time we go finding places, I'm like, ah, I know where I'm going. We got on this road. We turn left, turn right. We'll find it. No problem. And uh, I, I, I have, I never have a problem uh, asking for directions. Yeah, so I don't know if that one's necessarily it true. It might be old school true, but I don't think it's true anymore. Yeah, because we've been pussified, our generation at the very least. That's a, that's a good one, though, Barker. I have heard that one before. I just don't think that one's true. I do that. But, I mean... All we need, like, sometimes I'll just go in there and get a map instead of asking. Right. I'll at least go in. And by the way, who doesn't have OnStar now? Me. Me. <laughs> Me. I don't But you me. can call, uh, I know I have Sprint, and I can call them, and they'll tell me exactly how to get there. Really? Mm-hmm. How much does that cost? Uh, it's just a normal information charge. Get the hell out. I didn't know that. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna have to look for that. Here's our buddy Wes the Water Boy in Lakeland. What's up, Wes? What's up, man? Right, what you got? Hey, uh, how about uh, it's always our fault? <laughs> now, all right, that's a pretty good myth. Uh, I have to say, though, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very good one. And it's very right. angry. Thank you, Wes. Horse. Yeah, sluts. I think that went well, though. <laughs> Somehow it is always our fault. Let's go to Daryl in Orlando. Daryl, you're next up in the high down rural radio. What's up, Daryl? Hey, my myth is uh, they always say we leave the toilet seat up. How about that one? Anybody come up with that? Um, no, that one is that one's bantered about. I'll tell you this though, being raised by a uh, single mother, I I always put the toilet seat down. Not me. I always do it because I remember my mother yelling and screaming. The couple of times that I left it up and she fell in, oh! I know my, my chicks fell in a couple times, and it, it she starts yelling at me, and I'll start yelling right back at her because what kind of retard doesn't look where they're sitting before they sit? And if you go too far, you know you're like, yeah, you, I should have hit seat by now. You know your <laughs> toilet. All I know is that I was yelled at uh, by my mama growing up, you so know, I don't do it. You know what you do then? You don't lift it up and you leak on it. Yeah. See how they like that. Dubs hates his mom more and more each week, it seems. He does. That and all the pads always left in there. Oh. Nasty. Between her and your sister. Oh, God. You ever stunk like menstruation in that whole hall <laughs> leading up to the bathroom? Looked like the the Brad tar pits in there. <laughs> oh. Big bubbles <laughs> popping up. <laughs> Dinosaur bones found in the bottom of it. Turdangles reaching out for help. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's go to Christina in Orlando. You're next up in the hideout. What's up, Christina? Hi, guys. How hey. are you? All right. Um, my one was that all men, when they meet their significant other's family, they're absolutely terrified to meet their fathers and or brothers, no matter what age they are. No. 
Really, Never Doves? been afraid. I, I, uh, I am not looking forward to that. Because uh, you know, at some point, you know, with my new chick, I'll probably be meeting the pops. And I, uh, I'd agree with that one, Christina, but Dubs and I both have to agree. I'm sorry. No prize. That is completely true. My ex-girlfriend's dad was the nicest guy in the world, but I was horrified of that man every time I went over there. Because I knew if I did something wrong, that was the end of it. Because you know what your intentions are. You know you were there so does he. So does he. to exactly. get the nanny. See, I just try to convince my sister her boyfriends are gay. That's that's all I have to do. Yeah, yeah Matt sure does for, do that. And it freaks her out. I do that all the time. All of her boyfriends I've ever met. I'm like, God, that guy is pretty gay. Look at the way he parts his hair. You don't hold a fork like that if you're straight. <laughs> He's like, She's like, really? Really? All right, Johnny and Kasimi are next up in the hideout. We got Johnny. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Every time we see, like, a hot chick, uh, we want to have sex with her. I, you know what? That's that true. one, I'll agree with. You're a winner. <laughs> Absolutely true. That is a male myth that, I'm sorry, ladies. And if we don't have sex with her or attempt to have sex with her, we're going to think about having sex with her while we're having sex with you. All right, let me ask. Is that a male myth that's truth? We think about others when we're having sex with you. Yes. I don't know. Tommy? Depends who I'm with. But it happens. It has in the past. Yeah, it definitely More times than that. (laughs) Nine out of ten. Absolutely, it happens. Uh, ladies first when they call the hideout. Tina in Orlando, you're next up. What's up, Tina? Hi. I have a myth, and I think after sex, you all always want to just cuddle and talk and that we and want talk to all night, and we just want to roll over and get some damn sleep. Oh, wait, okay. wait, that, that's a little reverse. Yeah, she's, she's, she's got <laughs> I it. I threw in a little sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, she's going to complete. Reverse. All right, Doug, I just want to get in the shower. How about this? Do you like? Is that that's a male myth that you would agree with that we don't like to cuddle? Yes. Yes. I don't know. I like to do it. I like uh, why? I like hanging out. I like cuddling. Only when it, oh, cuddling Naked? only seems to work when it leads into a second round. <laughs> yeah, second round. She's right. When you know it's a second round, but when you know it's over, you just want to get in there, clean up, and go watch some TV or play Madden. I don't know about that. What game? It's never over. You may think it's over, but if you cuddle enough, there can be a second round. Okay, sometimes you don't want one. But see, how old are you, Gibbs? 19. He's at the age, he's interested in another go-round. Never lose hope, Dubs, never. Give it, give oh, it I always go, too. Watch, 20, about, about, you hit the age of 22, you're not interested anymore. You are, but you, you, only in the first round. Then you just want to, you know, you want to go back to your business. Um... All right, that was good. So what Law was the, orders on? What was what was the one uh, <laughs> prize we gave out to the? Whenever we see a hot chick, we're always thinking about how we could bang her mm-hmm. and what we would do to her. And we're thinking about her later on that night. Absolutely. All right, here are a couple more, just real fast before we go to break. We don't like to talk about our feelings. True, true, true. true. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't like explaining sports to you. True. God, I hate sitting there. You know what, sports. though? I don't because I don't mind that because I'd rather her know the game. So if I do it once, I don't have to do it again. No, because that's not true. You have to do it every single time. Nah, depends on what chick you're into. And no, you you start slow explaining, and it takes a full season to get every question out of the way. So for that whole season, you are riddled with just these. 
dumb I'm, questions. I'm not agreeing with that one. You just wanted to go get you something to drink and eat. We lie to you when you ask us how we look. That's false. We'll tell you the truth. No. I'll tell you if you need to change your shirt. Mm-hmm. And we think you should clean, yes. Mm-hmm. That one is true. If you think about it, the whole sports thing is a good reason to stay with uh, who you're with. Because like, if you break <laughs> up with them, it's like, oh, Jesus, now i got to explain the game to another chick. This is gonna take or you just go trolling season. at the sports bars. Just some chick that already knows what a false start is. Like they aren't used up already. Why do they blow the whistle? <laughs> Why do they smack each other's butts? It's a little gay. All right, let's give away some prizes. Call right now. Be a winner. Whose weekend was it? See if these people would like to play the game that people left on the board. And we have some lines open if you want to win some prizes, including we got Predator tickets. We also have a couple of DVDs to give away. We have a case of beachside beer. Brewed by the Florida Beer Company, and uh, they won the uh, first prize at the Orlando Beer Fest 2004. Uh, tickets uh, to the uh, AMP, the Mobile AMA. A lot of stuff to give out. Call now to be a winner. Coming up next, the Hide Outdoor Prize Blowout. Whose weekend was it? In fact, I'll even give you the first question. Over the weekend, this hideout member brought his total weight loss to 7 pounds. Whose weekend was it? Call now to be a winner in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. All right, call now to be a winner with the hideout. Door prize blowout. Our 9 o'clock game. It's Monday, so that's the usual. Whose weekend was it? Recapping our weekend, giving you prizes. A lot of prizes to give out, too, because uh, it was a shutout during the hideout headlines game show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. He's not in the hideout headline or in the uh, whose weekend was it? But Gibbs had an awful weekend because he lost the Oscar pick challenge. He's going camping with Zeppelin. Yeah, we'll have to get Zeppelin on the phone a little bit later to talk about it. I think he's actually in his first uh, firefighter. Actually, Ooh. Zeppelin, I uh, forged you a quick message. Zeppelin sent me on the IM when he asked uh, who who uh, lost and is going camping with him. I said Gibbs, and he replied, "He's gonna die." Allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> and you can see him say it too. Oh, eyes yeah. he's going to die, man. Eyes wide open, unblinking. God, crazy eyes. So anyway, that's going to be fantastic. Uh, let's play yeah, let's the game. Not give. Uh, whose weekend was it? Sometimes things are occasionally educational and almost always embarrassing. The following are actual events that happened to a hideout member during the weekend. And while it may be best not to relive these events, for entertainment purposes, we do so anyway. So call now and play. Whose weekend was it? All right, if you get it correct, you will hear this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Incorrect, you get this. Jesus Christ. Alright, here we go. A little glitch, but... Whose weekend was it? Weekend recap game. And uh, the first question is for David in Orlando. If you get... uh, Let's do one and done tonight. Okay. One and done, because we got eight people on the line. We got eight questions. Everybody on the board will get to play. Let's go with David. David, here is Matt Albert, your host, all right? All right. Over the weekend, this hideout member brought his total weight loss to seven pounds. F.A. Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, whose weekend was it? Chunks. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, David. That was J-Dubs. Yep, uh, I've been dieting for two weeks now, I think it is, and seven pounds down. Not bad. It, it really is, and it seems to be a good steady pace, mm-hmm. but, dude, you don't need to lose any more weight. You need to now Just begin. Just ten more. Whatever. Just <laughs> you just you need to add muscle. That's all you gotta do. 
fuck were you talking about? <laughs> You're literally at the body of a woman. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll move on. Good luck with that whole, you know, anemic, anorexic thing. Jeff, you're next up in uh, the hideout. Whose weekend was it? You ready, Jeff? Yeah, can I say something first? Yeah, go ahead. Wasn't that some card last night at the wrestling show? It was fantastic. Oh, man, I'm telling you, and chunks you, fat bastard you. Yeah, you he do? is. He's just a fat bastard. Oh. More than anything else, I mean, tight T-shirt, sitting up there and comfortably taking hey, up a lot of space. fat bastard you. I mean, it's a bitch when your ass is hairier than your head. Yeah, that's true. Now... There was one part of the uh, wrestling that we thoroughly enjoyed. The one big fat guy in the green shirt yelling at every wrestler and getting in a fight with every wrestler. I think that was Jeff. Was that you, Jeff? No, that wasn't me, bro. Uh, I was an idiot. All right, here we, um, here's your question, Jeff. And who's saying we're Valentine? pretty good. I was an idiot. Over the weekend, this hideout member did most of his spring cleaning. Hefe dubs Bayman or Chunks. Whose weekend was it, Jeff? Uh, I'll say Hefe. Uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, that was me again. And uh, the reason I didn't get it all done is because we had the uh, the bowling league, of course, going on every Saturday night, every uh, Saturday uh, at 5.30, and uh, the Legends of Wrestling, so I had no nights to work. But uh, we got most of it done. I still have to finish the living room and a couple of the closets. Is your chick helping you? Of course. Ask her if she wants to clean out my sign. I could use that before my family comes to town. She has no problem with that. Awesome. I got all my cleaning done. Did you? Calling. Yeah. I, we, I, I, after the game show, we got to talk about Matt and his weekend with jail bait. <sighs> oh, uncomfortable. Uh. Jay Christ. <laughs> nice hey, name. You're, uh, you're next up in Orlando. You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member discovered the wonderful world of DVR. Half a dubs, baby, or chunks who discovered DVR. I'm still trying to wrap my head around one of you guys cleaning. Oh, I think it was Tommy Bateman. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jay Christ, I'm sorry. That was me. They get a bright house. I got the bright I guess I they got a special one going on, and this isn't a commercial. I'm not being paid for it. I just I tried to go satellite. didn't work out. I'm so glad I went with uh, Bright House because I guess if you go online, I think it's mybrighthouse.com. If you sign up online, just wait for them to call you back. They got a special going on where you get free DVR for a year. So, dude, this is the most fantastic creation. I know. I wish I could get it. Ever. Um, I, re- I recorded 60 Minutes while we were out at the wrestling. I got, like, the Colbert Report and Daily Show. I'm going to just have those constantly recorded. I got the NBA League Pass, so I'm recording basketball games. It is, And the thing is, is that it's... It's just so clear. It's like you're watching it first run, and you can fast forward through the commercials. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's completely like watching regular TV. You don't have tapes to keep up with. You could just hit erase, and you're done with it. Tommy, I know you're always bitching about recording 24 and Lost and The Shield. This is how you do it. Why are you? I hear that uh, Chunks is trying to talk you into it, and you refuse. I'm not refusing. He said that uh, you aren't, you won't pony up the money for it. It's like it's six bucks a month if you don't even get this deal. Oh, six bucks a month. So we'll forget that. Yeah, it's like yeah. three dollars each. He, he was actually, about it, but... he was actually bitching about you downstairs about it. He was. He oh. said, "Cheap bastard." Oh, he should see what I did to his uh, nest. Um, let's move on. Batched. Anyway, it's fantastic. He would wish that it was that good. Nathan Orlando, you're next up. Uh, whose weekend was it? You ready, Nathan? Sure, man. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member choked out a heretic. F.A. Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, who choked out a heretic. 
Gotta be J Dub. Jesus Christ. Got to be Bateman. Got to be Tommy Bateman. Of course. I tell that story in a second because we need to finish up the game and get to the stories. Um, I'll circle that one to remember that. Uh, Let's move on to Jonathan and Leesburg. Jonathan, you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Whose weekend was it on Real Radio 104.1? Over the weekend, this hideout member found a new favorite heretic. Um, Let's go with... Chunks. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Wonderful. Good job, Jonathan. Um, I, I want to save the story for in a little bit, but can you at least give us a teaser as to who it is? He will from henceforth go by the name of Heretic Convict Chris. Convict Chris. Is it our first jail heretic? Yes, it is. Does he have a heretic card? He does now. Uh, he's got two <laughs> different numbers. He's got his uh, state-issued, or I should say, uh, federal-issued ID, plus his heretic-issued ID, P15079. 311. Nice. <laughs> All right, that so guy is going to be a convict. Heretic convict Chris. And I guess you get a letter from him? Yes, we did. All right, we'll read that here in a second. We can read little bits of it. I want to actually call him a little bit later on because... We can get this, him on the phone? Yeah, we can, but it takes a few days because, you know, the lapse. Because he can't just email us. He's got to send the snail mail. Right. But we can get him on the phone, and his story is going to be fantastic. All I have to say is this guy is a badass. A bad I'm sure badass. he is. Oh, boy. Because I, I know what he's in for. He's, he's a, a top. All right, well, let, we'll talk about that in a second then. Federal prison? Yeah, he's... Oh, boy. Jesus. All right, here we go. Let's move on to Glitch in Orlando. You're next up. You ready, Glitch? What's up, man? All right, buddy. Whose weekend was it? Here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member considered quitting his baseball team. Uh, Hefe. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Good job. Hold on, Glitch. You're a winner. Uh, my baseball team sucks. I thought you were uh, winning the championship this year. Well, we won the first game that I was at. Then I had to miss games until yesterday. So we're playing, I guess it's the Orlando Orioles that play on, and the Yankees we were playing yesterday. Of course. The Yankees? And um, we lost 5-2. to two. I was the only guy who uh, got any RBIs. I got a hit, knocked in two runs. And uh, for some reason, we committed eight errors. <laughs> Ranging from, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, ground ball to third base. Throw it away. Ground ball, right to shortstop. Two of them. Throw them away. Fly ball, not a running fly ball. A camping underneath fly ball to left field. Dropped. In addition to more. I almost walked off the field. Uh, A base hit to center field. Throwing it home. Me catcher. Throwing, uh, almost going over the backstop. That's good though, right? That means he's got a good arm. He does have a great arm. If only he could throw it right at me. They need me, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I almost walked off the team. I was so... And I was batting ninth. Show that Nightmare Dave on the team. Yeah. And I was batting ninth. <laughs> which is just stupid. You need a first baseman? All right, John and Orlando, you're next up. You ready, John? Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, buddy, here we go. Over the week... Hey, real yeah. quick, uh, I work for Bright House, man, and I love it. I know what you mean. I actually sell cable door-to-door. Oh, yeah, well, uh, I'm telling you, dude, you got to hook these boys up with the DVR. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, i, I got to talk to them about a different issue. Can you put them back on hold? All right, all right, John, hold on and talk to Chucks in a second. But first, play the game. All right, go ahead. Over the weekend, this hideout member was almost stabbed at a bar. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Dubs. 
Jesus Christ. I was actually Chunks, but hold on, John, because Chunks wants to talk to you. You want to save your story, Chunks? Oh, yes. Were you stabbed or poked? I know the bars you go to. And let's wrap it up with Brandon in Orlando. Whose weekend was it, Brandon? You ready? I'm ready, man. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member yelled at a little kid at Universal Studios. F-A-Dubs, Bateman or Chunks, whose weekend was it? Uh, I'll go with Bateman. Yeah, Jesus Good job. Good call on that one, Brandon. And save that story. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's Monday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Time for the weekend stories. Just got done playing Whose Weekend Was It, a weekend recap game. Hey, Tommy, real fast, when they, while they're getting back from smoking, TL sent me a couple of myths about men. What do you think about these? One, don't like aggressive women. True or false? No, it makes everything easier. I completely you don't have to do agree. Any work at all. I don't like one that's over the top, but I do love an aggressive chick. Yeah, sometimes it is unattractive, though. Like, just the fact that she wants you so bad, you're kind of like, eh, I don't really, I'm not that interested. Although, sometimes it is nice, because it's like, oh, I don't have to do anything, and I can probably treat her like a whore. Right. Whore. And then the other one, I, I love for a chick to initiate sex. Yeah, that's, that's always the best, because it's like, yeah, I am pretty sexy, aren't I? Yeah, you That's like the biggest ego boost ever. You can't keep your hands off me, can you? It's always so much nicer than having to be like, all right, I'm going to do this move, then this move, and right. now, yeah, this will get her. And this, this, yeah, this is what's going to get her going. And then men are afraid of women that make more money than them. Is that true or false? Um, Not on this show, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Every girl we're with, uh, they make more money. Yeah. That's so not true. And actually, yeah, that's the way it was in my family, too. My mom made way more than my dad, so I guess I'm kind of used to it. I think we're all kind of progressive, and we all kind of... A lot of us, now I think about it, grew up with single moms. Ah, wow. I never didn't really think of it that I think Chung is the only one not from a broken home. Well, actually, mine kind of divorced later, so I wasn't really... Although, my mom was kind of the only one that was there mentally. My dad was kind of checked out, You so. know he listens. No, he's he, he's off work at eight. So okay, so you can say whatever you want about him. Yeah, that stupid bastard. All right. So uh, I hope he's off work. So anyway, all right. Now tell me your story real fast about what happened with you, uh, Chunks, when you were at the bar. You uh, almost got stabbed. This was cut and paste. I was at the, I was at a local bar, and I noticed a scuffle, and the bouncers start yelling, and they push this guy like down, and he like kind of bumps into me. And I notice, I hear this thud so like, right next to my sandal. And a guy goes down. All right. The guy went down, yeah, and there's a thud. And uh, <laughs> he dropped a big-ass knife, uh, like, inches from my foot. And he, he kept leaving, and they kept coming back in. He kept showing his knife and wielding it around. And eventually, I guess, he just walked off or something. And somehow you didn't get stabbed. No, I got lucky for once. Chunk's luck is uh, starting to go away. Well, mm-hmm. that means you almost got stabbed, and I almost got shot over the weekend because I passed a cop who pulled a gun on two rednecks. That always has to be fun when you see that. And it was a black cop, too. So um, it was like yes. these two like really, really redneck white guys yelling at him, and then him with his gun drawn. Okay, that is scary. And his name was Jay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bateman, you yelled at a little kid at Universal Studios? Yes, because his mom was a useless whore. <laughs> All right, hold that on. That is true. Now, we don't know who you're talking about because maybe they work here. No, they don't work No, here. no. Okay. No. It's a... All right, so what happened then? Complete uh, random person. Yeah, some stupid bitch. Um, I, We were walking to the uh, Hard Rock last night, and there was some, like, I, what were they, ducks or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. 
And there's this dumb little, God, I'm trying not to cuss, some little bastard running up behind him and stomping and, and trying to. Them. Well, he, he was trying to kick him. He just couldn't catch the bucks. Yeah, and he kept doing that, and his mom was just useless whore, just wandering around, la, 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 la. And so I, I got kind of pissed off, because I'm like, there's no reason to be torturing these poor birds. They're just trying to live. And so I go, what the F is wrong with this kid? And I look right at him. And then he gives me this look like, how dare you talk to me like that? And I said it so his mom would hear. I feel like punching her and spitting in her face. All right, you have some uh, anger issues. All right, speaking of anger issues, Tommy, which heretic did you almost choke out this week? Hey, weekend? what's going on, guys? ADH uh, will. Why? Um, we were. Just, he kept asking me if UFC was real, and I was like, yes, it's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. And then I jokingly like was gonna put a move on him, like to like knee him in the stomach. And then he kind of like tried to do it back, and then I just trapped his arm, and then I uh, choked him out from there. <laughs> and then he started tapping out. I, he started to go out. I'm surprised that uh, Matt Albert didn't try to choke him out over at uh, the the uh, wing house when we were there Friday night. I asked him if I could do it, but he wouldn't let me. Well, he came up and started. Uh, ADHD Will came up and started rubbing uh, Matt's shoulders and breasts. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where you get a heretic card, the uh, yeah. P15311. Yeah, which he lost. <laughs> so now he doesn't get one again. He's out. He almost got a broken arm. That's why it. they're individually numbered. He's out. That's it. All right, he lost his. And he got the 311 one. Which oh, is... and I did have a nightmare about Gibbs. All right, we'll talk about that in a second. Useless son of a bitch. Um, Which one was the... Uh, I think those are all the stories we wanted to talk about. All right, tell me a little bit about this heretic convict Chris. He is a he's a big fan of ours uh, in his letter. The letter's too long since we got to keep it short. I'll just summarize it a little bit. Okay. He has artwork and he wants to do all of our uh, uh, faces as like a portrait. And I guess he's really good. And he said he's willing since he heard us bitching about prizes. He said he's willing to make portraits and like give them to us to give away his prizes. <laughs> all right, so we can have convict art to give away. Yes. Oh, that's badass. And he's going to send us a gift, which will also be a surprise. I'm gonna wait till it comes, but I know Hefe in particular will love it. It's going to be a wine. portrait, but what it's of, you will absolutely love. Tell him we want a uh, portrait of the biggest bitch in prison. Hey. <laughs> like his, like the number one guy th- that everybody messes with in prison. I'm and gonna, uh, actually, we, want, we want a drawing of that guy. I'm going to try and get him to call in. Apparently, he only has like a 15-minute spurt as soon as he connects to our phone. So if we're on commercial or something like that, he's losing time, and then the phone drops out. So I'm going to try and coordinate like an exact... Minute. And what's his heretic in. number? Heretic number is uh, P five zero P one five zero seven nine. Nice. Heretic, convict Chris. Uh, what's he in for? I'm gonna have to let you tell. I'm gonna have to let him tell it, man. It's amazing. Uh, you're, you're you're building it up too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, you're just gonna have to wait. I can't right, wreck so, the story. The all right, so when are we gonna? Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, hopefully, you heard it tonight, so he'll probably send in the letter. So, Chris, if you're listening right now, you pick an exact minute that you would like to call in on the show. And um, Don't you love how it's special <laughs> treatment for uh, our for con- convicts? Yeah. Well, he can't Ladies do- and convicts. convicts the, the, the letter's <laughs> probably going to come like three days later. So mm. Now, we used to have this in D.C. all the time. The mm-hmm. jail mail with chunks all the time. Oh, yeah, there's one guy who uh, really wanted uh, chunks in a gay way. That was He's scrumptious. He was in jail. Do we have a lot of jail listeners? Uh, I, think I mean, this guy's in a federal prison. Where's the fe- where's the federal prison at? Uh, or does he not want to say? Yeah, maybe I shouldn't say. All right. <laughs> what city? 
It can't be that many federal prisons. You have to be able to narrow it down pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, you can narrow it down. Well, if you're if you're a prisoner and you uh, want your heretic card, it gets you bonuses like free cigarettes in jail, stuff like that. Get out of ass rape card. <laughs> um, email chunks. That's what the heretic card does for people in prison. Actually, just send chunks the letter. It's 2500 Maitland Center Parkway, Suite 400. Or you can call them with your uh. With yeah. your with your uh, time on the phone. Yeah, four uh, seven oh three. Ah, please, please. And a picture of your junk, <laughs> and uh, preferably uncut. Uh. <laughs> but that's what he's into. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm exp- I'm looking forward to chatting with uh, Heretic Convict Chris. Convict Chris. All right, Dubs. Let's take a break and come back. Um, great story next. <laughs> the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up tomorrow night, an exclusive with Canyon. I think the first professional athlete actively out of the closet. And uh, in studio to rub Matt Albert's shoulders. He's coming in studio. Uh, yeah. We're going to do a gay uh, dating game, Mannion dating game, tomorrow night with Canyon. Now uh, I found out what uh, the uh, the hideout uh, heretic in prison did. Convict Chris? Convict Chris. Prank the Bill O'Reilly show, and it just oh. shows you. It shows you that uh, the long arm of the uh, the O'Reilly show will grab you. DJ in prison, you're in the hideout. Hey guys, what's up? You really in prison? Yeah, man. I just want to let you guys know that uh, your show is awesome, and it, and it takes uh, it, it takes a load off getting it in the butt <laughs> in the shower. All right, you can't even say that. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I've lived with that man for a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. What does that even mean? I don't know. Speaking of that, he likes it hard. Um, I hate so you. So Matt, Matt and I do live together in the hideout off campus housing. Mm-hmm. And oh, this son of a bitch is the dirtiest mother effer that I know. <laughs> it just sees trash there and doesn't think to make a new trash bag or think to take it out literally outside of the door. Just keep piling it on. Doesn't put anything in a dishwasher. Doesn't clean. I almost cursed. Doesn't clean anything. And his room is an abomination. There's no bed. He sleeps on a nest like Chunks does. And there are cookie crumbs. There are chicken bones. Sprinkles. There are sprinkles. (laughs) There are dirty underwear. And just random tools. Yeah. Lying around his room. What kind of tools? I got a Phillips head screwdriver if you need one. I do need one. <laughs> so he's just a dirty bastard. So I come home the other night, and I look over. I'm like, what the? His room's clean. <laughs> and there's a vacuum in it, and it has been used. Wow. I'm like, what? Something's paying off. I guess when I was mad at him and... You know, I went through the whole thing yelling at him. I guess he decided he wanted to be responsible around the house. Smell <laughs> Clorox. I was, the bathroom was clean. I was like, wow, well, good for him. That's fantastic. You know, kids coming around. So Saturday night. You wanted to. <laughs> we're at the uh, Brunswick Wakiva Lanes for the Hideout Bowling League. Fantastic time. Mm-hmm. Week one down. Oh, by the way, screw you guys. Team quote unquote uh, varsity. Hideout varsity team, me. Uh, Bateman and Matt Albert. I like to call it team fun, really. Well, yeah. uh, you guys didn't look like you were having fun because you were sucking so bad, and we beat you. 
We beat you both games this week. That's impossible because we played against ourselves. Pin-wise, we knocked down more than you guys did. And we don't care. Team Fun. Go! All right, well, then name yourself Team Fun. Team Varsity. Even though you guys uh, weren't having fun, and you're obviously not the better of the two teams. We were kicking ass. But whatever. We'll see at the end. Yeah. So anyway. Steady incline of talent. We're sitting there and, uh, you know, just kind of hanging out. I look over all of a sudden, and there's Jailbait. Matt's 17-year-old girlfriend from Melbourne. All the way in Orlando on a Saturday night when we're bowling. Now, it's nothing new for a teenager to go bowling on a Saturday night. Nope. Because you know that's always the, uh, I'm going to go bowling. And then you go get drunk with your friends and talk they about were, They were going to meet at the skating rink, but the bowling was more... <laughs> School nights are so busy. They didn't feel like, I, you know, putting the inlines on. Hey. So, yeah, don't be racist. <laughs> So all of a sudden, I put two and two together in my head. This son of a bitch cleaned up his part of the hideout off campus housing. I saw you staring, too. Because he knew jailbait was going to come up. So then they're sitting there talking, and she's being loud as ever. Just, <sighs> a, just Anything a, you could do, I, I can do, do better. Just annoying, okay? Ugh. And then so Matt comes up and goes, hey, bro. Brother, hey, hey, bro. Hey, brother. You you got a Blockbuster card? I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I'm thinking about renting a couple movies. You can get one. You don't have I to. Don't, I just feel like going through all the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-page application. I'm lazy, you bastard. What? So, so anyway. And he doesn't have a credit card. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. So we're sitting there, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. There's going to be a crime? Yeah. <laughs> my hideout off-campus off housing is going to be a crime scene. <laughs> so then he's like, he's like, he's feeling real confident. Hey, uh, you coming home tonight? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. You coming home tonight? I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I'll, I guess I go stay the night at my chick's place, but I do need to come back and pick up my baseball stuff because I got baseball the next day. <sighs> All right, what do you, are you sure? <laughs> About what time do you think you're going to come over? So this guy is already planning and plotting. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, about getting some of that ass. Have you talked? Big, big ass. Have you talked to her uh, ever about having sex with her? Oh, uh, no. No? Not really. You never mentioned it? No. She never brought it up? Uh, no. I'm a virgin. I don't know what it's going to feel like. Are you serious? Yeah. And what would make you think that... Uh, hey, always got always to leave the possibility open. Because I'm optimistic. <laughs> yeah, that's what you are. are. <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> I'm just hoping you're going to admit to it so people can go raid the place and take your computer. <laughs> Find a fold, Matt. So anyway... There's many of both them. Both of you guys. Have you seen it in her corset? Okay, come on. What? So anyway... I already got it. I don't need to be nice. <laughs> so here's the thing. So then we're like, oh, okay, you know, well, whatever. I'll go pick up my stuff. I'll leave, let you be. All right? Let the master So <laughs> I guess we're all deciding where we're going to go. We decide we're going to go to Mugshots, which is right up, you know, near the bowling alley, between the bowling alley and the radio station. By the way, fantastic burgers there. Yeah, who knew? Damn who good. knew that Mugshots had just, like, the best burgers in town almost? So we eat. But before we eat, I got to go over to Tommy's place, do some computer stuff with my chick. 
And um, when we're leaving to head over back to Mugshots, I get a phone call. Dude, now I know why I hate women so bad. <laughs> I hate women so bad. I think I use a, a curse word, too. Yeah. Um, the C word. Couldn't have been said anymore. Um, I don't know what I did. All I know is that she was crying. And I'll tell you what. She wasn't really crying. It was fake cry because me and my girlfriend, me and my, me and my girlfriend go outside. Those are jeans. <laughs> me and my girlfriend go outside to go smoking and, uh, she had her back to us doing the fake cry thing and she turns around. No, no tears, no red face. It was completely, uh, looking for attention. I no really. She liked I, attention. Petman wants when did to that know, happen. Uh, Petman says, um, I guess CSI was at the hideout off campus housing, and they called it Chubby Scene Investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and Pat went inside. What's <laughs> the next? <laughs> <laughs> I love your room. <laughs> it's a hideout. Get a haircut, whore. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, we're talking about Matt Albert and Jailbait from over the weekend, his 17-year-old girlfriend from Melbourne. By the way, if you want to see a picture of her, uh, National Zoo, click on a pro stop. Click on it's Pat. Skanky Rhino. Click on the profile on hideoutheretics.net. Why all the hate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so anyway, to get you caught up on the story real fast, she drove all the way out from Melbourne to hang out after bowling. And she and Matt disappear. This after Matt cleaned his room, looked into getting a movie, and told me not to come back to the hideout off-campus housing. Just in case. Our apartment. So what happened? And then, oh, to get you caught up, too. Um, then later on, Matt calls me. Not on the verge of crying. No, but, it wasn't crying. I was but just really, pissed. But you were pissed and you were kind of down. I could hear it. Yeah. Uh, so what happened with you and Joe Bates? All right. On the way out of the bowling alley, I'm waiting for her. I'm talking to the heretic. She went into the bathroom. She comes out and she's wiping away tears. She's looking down. I'm not sure. Ooh, oh, well, that's why she's crying. She was looking down. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's like, is that really another rule? Um, Stop. <laughs> all right, look, look, here's the thing. I was kidding. Of I'm course. not going to let you run her down. Okay. Because I would never do just that. because I love her. She's great. Something things didn't go your way. You're not going to sit here and run her. All down. right. That's not me. That's not what I <laughs> she's do. not going to run either. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> so what happened? Tell your stupid story. And she she came out crying. I. I even tried to console her. I put my arm around her, say, you know, things are going to be okay, whatever, just to get her out of, in, into the car. And uh, we get into the car, past all the heretics screaming random crap, like, don't do it, don't do it. And uh, we're driving, and then she just gets this really pissy attitude, and she's just picking apart everything I said. It's like Hefe and Tommy combined into one portly little girl and i just what she was just picking apart if i stumbled on a word oh. she'd attack it she might as well just had the instant replay and started playing <laughs> proclaimers everything oh, i said like every joke you had yeah and uh then we went to burger king <laughs> we went to burger king of course she she was hungry and we started sitting down and uh 
she just started throwing fries at me. <laughs> what? Uh, box, you know those uh those tops of the cups and right, straws. The lid. Yeah, she took off hers and threw it at me. Got soda on my shirt that I had washed that day. I had to wash it what? twice to get washed. I had to wash it twice to get the freaking stains out. And uh then I just pretended like I left. I walked out and I just went away for like 10 minutes because I just couldn't take it. Because you were so angry? Yeah. Because I didn't want to call her a C to her face. Right. Is that when you called nice. me? No. That was on the ride to Mugshots afterwards. Uh, did you call me first? Yeah. Okay. No, I called Tommy on the way back. Okay. And, uh... Well, anyway, so what ended up happening? Uh, there was a couple of wrong turns, and then she said, oh, I have to go pick up Miss Melinda from a wedding she's at up here. And she acted like she had the directions in front of me, in front of her. And uh, she said, okay, take this. Oh, we missed it. We have to take another turn. So she's making you go pick up Miss Melinda? Yeah, that's what she made me to believe. And uh, she said, oh, we missed the turn. You have to take this Yui. And I took it. And she said, oh, there's a bowling alley. Just turn in there. And she got her. She got in her car. <laughs> I got a hug and a kiss on the cheek. And uh so it doesn't seem like it went that bad. And she oh, took off. Yeah, I only got things thrown at me, you know. But a kiss on the cheek now, at the end. Oh, that's great. All right, now, what did she say? Uh, have you heard anything? Have you heard from her since or anything? Well, wait, wait. Before that, at Mugshots, Matt was just going off the entire time. Like, I hate this. I hate her. I hate my life. Are you sure she didn't have to go? I didn't say that. Yeah, you were kind of uh, along those lines. Are you sure she didn't have to go see Ween? What? Never seen you start the movie? No. Oh. <laughs> I, sorry, I know for my... It's Pat references. All right, so... She had to go see her boyfriend, Terry. Chris. Chris. Okay, so what ended up happening then? She left. Have you talked to her since? Yeah, I talked to her today. And uh, she's sick with food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she couldn't nail it down with all the crap. Come on. <laughs> but, uh, uh, she, and didn't you hear something like... The next day about how the date went? Oh, well, Melinda had talked to her, and she said, oh, the jailbait thought it went very well. I'm like, what? what? Have you talked to her since? Uh, yeah, I talked to jailbait today. And what'd she say? And, uh... <laughs> what'd she we were, say? We were talking, and, uh... She started naming off reasons why why this why the the two of us wouldn't work. And I just said, uh, "All right, well, I agree. physically just physics like, won't like, Two circles doing it, just not going to work. <laughs> just <laughs> okay. Now, what were some of the reasons she gave as to why you two couldn't be a couple? Anything just, I can do. I hate plays. Uh, the distance. That we live apart. Yeah, because Melbourne is a is a hike. Uh, she's moving in two months. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Where Hickory Farms? <laughs> Stop. He's on a roll. I don't understand the hatred though. I mean, sure she's plump, but she's not like obese. Oh, You're making her sound like she's obese. She's Zoftig, and uh, <laughs> Hickory. All right, you know, hold on. While you two get it together, <laughs> we'll go to Stamper and Bear Lake. Oh, what up, guys? Hey, dude, you were there. What happened? What do you, What info do you have? Hey, before.
before I give you the info, I want to give a little PSA for the people without the internet that can't picture. Imagine on Fantasia a dancing hippo with a Shirley Temple head. Ooh, ouch. Okay. She was at the bowling alley. I'm putting my bowl up. She says hi to me. I was like, hey, what's your name? She's like, oh, I'm jailbait. I was like, aren't you and Matt together? She's like, well, you have to ask Matt. I was like, all right, well, whatever. Nice meeting you. She's like, well, do you know where this hotel is? And I said, well, where is it? I'll buy Disney. So I thought I was doing Matt a favor. I gave her some bogus directions so they could. And then she's like, well, Matt's got to drive me because I don't have a license. But it's okay. My daddy's a doctor. I'll get out of it. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, Matt's got to drive me. I don't have a license. I don't have a license. So I gave her fake directions thinking that they could spend some time in the car together. Oops. So now that it didn't work out, I bet that bitch spent all night looking for that hotel. <laughs> oh, thank you, Stanford. Good man. <laughs> So is it officially over between you two? Yeah, probably. Unless you know she likes being called a C. Did you did actually? You, did you call her that today on I am? I, I know she I am me. I usually don't I am people. Did you type it back? Type what? The C word. Uh, no. Okay. What'd you say? I was very polite and courteous. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, until you get on the air, and now you just let the the hell unleash. Venom fly. I like to hold it back. I don't understand. Till it counts. Hold on a second. Here's the thing. I don't understand the hatred. What hatred? What do you mean, what hatred? That we just heard was, you and Tommy giggling. That was Tommy. Whatever. <laughs> what are you talking about? If you, you were thrown in, too. I don't know what you're talking Here's about. the problem. And here's why you'll never get laid. All right. Because you refuse to be sincere. If you didn't really like the chick, why go after her? Instead, you're sitting there, you're sucking it up. Pretending to like her, pretend, pretending to like to hear her sing, pre- pretending to like to hear her stupid loud stories, just so you could get some ass. And as soon as there's no, there's doesn't, no, there's no chance, then you start ripping her to all hell. Doesn't every guy do that? No, no we fake keep it. it to ourselves. Yeah, we oh. keep, we fake it a lot. I mean, sure, you fake it a little bit. I fake it with the best of them. No, you don't. Oh well, I tried. It was awful. <laughs> I'm sorry I put you guys through uh, that. Hold on a second. Here's gel bait. <laughs> this shouldn't be uncomfortable. Oh, no. Gel bait, you're in there. Anything you can do, I can do better. Anything better than you. Yes, I can. Eat. <laughs> I didn't get it. What is that? I guess it's some part of her play. Does she keep singing over and over? Mm, yeah. Yeah, Gibbs. Tommy had to, like, ask her to shush at the bowling alley because she was singing so loud. I hate people like that. She was, like, Gibbs drumming, but she was singing. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, doing play stuff. I hate people who don't know when it's not time to perform. And they're constantly performing. And that is such a self-esteem thing where if I'm not performing, me. then people won't like me. Look at me. <laughs> I mean, radio guys, a lot of times, are the worst about that, where they mm. always have to be to performing. Not me. I like to sit there quietly. Yeah, me and too. And I expect everybody around me to do the same. <laughs> I this noticed. Is, this isn't a show. We're just hanging out bowling. Oh, here's Heretic Ivan. Heretic Ivan, you're in the hideout. What's up, bro? Oh, what's up, bro? I can't believe he couldn't finish that off. Um, oh, Jesus. Thanks for the soda, by the way. Do you think, do you think that oh, it was, no did, you, did you think like it was in a, it was an easy uh, go that it would have been okay? He wouldn't have had an issue? That was the easiest piece of ass in the world. And somehow oh. he, uh, you sure about that? I mean, there's, a, you gotta think about it. There's a lot you gotta put up with, mainly oh, the yeah. singing and the talking. Mm-hmm. And the lifting. Just, 
you all you got to do is ignore her. And then once it's done, you know, you call her a cunt, kick her out. Oh, oh you, you can't do. say that. That's bad when Matt has to yell that at you. <laughs> what makes him think that he could say that on the radio? <laughs> Seriously. That's insane. Those are ridiculous. That's like the one word everybody knows. That's worse than the F1. Oh, I wish I could use it. Seriously. Physically? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Somewhere there's a sad little girl trying to comb her hair out. <laughs> why, why? Just don't... relax her. I hate this perm. Oh. All right, there is a picture of her. If you click on her profile on her. Stop. Look, dude. I, here's the thing. It, it genuinely pisses me off that you do this. Just yeah, because, Matt. Well, no, hold on. Just because she doesn't like you, you think you're going to go be an ass. It's stupid, man. It's very, it's incredibly childish, actually, is what it is. I've never so, grown up. So she doesn't like you. So right. what? Move on. I will. What a moron. That's like the guy who sits there, and, like the construction worker who will catcall the chick, and then as soon as she turns around and says, uh, yeah, no way. He starts yelling the uh, C word, like he's Ivan on the yes, radio. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, oh. You must not like, if you don't like me, you don't like any of it. Right. And it's like, that's the most stupidest, uh, the most, yeah, just the dumbest thing you could ever do. Make you look like a moron. And yeah, trust me, this is really going to help you with any other chick, the care. way you're acting right now. Go ahead. He's good. Judge. <laughs> Taylor in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Taylor? Hey, I think this proves that, that Uncle Tom, Matt, he's definitely gay bar material. How about that? Just How go about on. Uncle Tom? I don't know. You don't talk like one of them. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Oh. One of them. I'm speaking oh. for him. <laughs> Obviously, he knew something. He should be more like Christopher Darden. All right, so what's next for you in uh, jailbait? Nothing? It's over? Nothing. She's on hideoutheretics right now. Hideoutheretics.net. Look at you. Going around breaking hearts. It's bound to happen. Now let me ask you, Matt. Seriously. Yes. How are you going to lose that virginity of yours? I don't know. I'll work it out somehow. No, you won't. Because here's the problem. I'll use my right hand next time. You don't leave. And that was real funny. <laughs> you don't ever leave your apartment. You don't see this as an issue? Uh, No. Not leaving, not going out, meeting chicks, not meeting people. You have to know that that's part of the reason why you haven't gotten laid. Yeah. You don't interact. True. I, I you don't mean, mix it up. Even when we're out with the heretics, we're out doing new stuff. You just sit there. You're not mingling. You're I, not. I mingle with some of the heretics. But like, Ivan, I talk to Ivan. I'm have, not going to, you know. Have you ever approached a random chick before? Yeah. When? When I've been out with Mute Rob, when I <laughs> someone has to, that. yeah, someone has to. <laughs> There's someone, nothing going on. Someone has to be the catalyst. Predator's jersey. That's all I have to say. Uh, if he gets a Predator's jersey, that's then... all it's gonna take is a Predator's jersey. They're gonna, be like, ooh, football player. It's over like that. <laughs> so just buy one. Don't you be no. just act like you are. People believe it. You know what? And I'm getting this word on the instant messenger. You sound so bitter. 
so dissuaded, so disheartened. Like, all of a sudden, the old Matt is back. You've put up the defenses. You're Finally, just, I can be funny again. You can you can sit there, and you can call people names, and then you can go home and just be miserable and wish you had a shotgun to put in your mouth. Yeah. That's the Matt I like. Yeah. <laughs> it's the good Matt. We really thought he was going to ruin the bit Saturday night, that he was going to go get some. I would have loved that. I think it would have been good for everybody. I don't know, but I feel not happier the, today. Not either person involved. Why no. Why do you feel happier today? I don't know. I just feel better today. Now, knowing that there's no chick around? There's too much pressure on you? <laughs> yeah, there's too much pressure. People are staring at me and, like, where's jailbait? Like, I don't know. I don't know. You think I mean, that's going to end? You realize from, like, every chick from here on out, it's going to be that way. I... I have to deal with it. You think you may be interested in guys, seriously? No, I think, not a chance. Guys uh, are dirty and disgusting. Do you want to be a part of uh, Mannion, the uh, Canyon man dating game, tomorrow? I saw him yesterday. He looks Greek. Greeks are hot. <laughs> but, uh, no, I don't think so. How about a nice slow dance with you and Mannion tomorrow? I mean, Canyon. <laughs> I'll slow dance with him. Not in a gay way. <laughs> yeah. In a manly way. Yeah, keep it completely straight. Make, make it a test of strength, maybe. While you guys are doing the waltz. <laughs> Sleeper hold. All right. Well, here's... <sighs> this saddens me, Dubs. Why? He He's not progressing as a human being. Uh, let, him, let him not progress. It's not your problem. It is. Let wow. me sit in my pit. He lives in my place. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've taken on this problem. I figured at some point he Don't would... Don't be racist. No, yeah. Figured. Okay. Just because you he, live with me doesn't mean you can say it. He would want to progress as a human being, eventually venture out and try to find a part-time job, and maybe venture out and try to meet people and make friends. What are friends? And it's nothing. I'm really starting to get angry over it. You and Gibbs should hang out. <laughs> What Gibbs? Maybe it's white girls, Matt. Maybe you need to venture off into another... That's uh, true. You only go for white chicks. Well, there's only one around me. They're no good, Matt. They're no good. That's true. Devils. Why don't you get a nice... How about a nice Latin chick? They don't care that you're big and fat. They just want something to hold on to. I'll take it. Doesn't really matter. How about this? As long as like it's you're not settling. Hold on a as second. long as it's not Indian, I'm good. Oh, please. Those are the, I think those are the hottest yeah. chicks. Indian chicks are hot. Only um, ones that work for Dell. <laughs> How about this? How about when does Roomba usually have their snack time? Their after parties. <laughs> oh, because you know you, you remember the Roomba snack time. Oh yeah, they get crazy. How about maybe we go out to a Roomba event? They have you, all the time. You know, Angel can get us in for free. Mm-hmm. And we go out there and you meet a nice Latin honey. Do I have to speak Spanish? No, no they don't. They don't, they don't speak want you Spanish. to. Yeah. <laughs> They just want to be seen with a big guy. I'm a who, citizen. Who's on the huh? way? <laughs> Mary. It's the Hideout Real Radio or 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, hideoutheretics.net for the picture of jailbait. Also, too, the picture of the new styrofoam sign the Hideout has that is larger than any of the signs. Almost combined. Yeah, combined for the other shows. You can see the picture. We started the show talking about it. And it's just obnoxious. I love it. All right, I'm getting word from a chick I'm chatting with online that Matt needs to calm down. Part of the problem is that when he does find someone he's interested in, he tries too hard and expects too much. 
And I think maybe we feel him with that, you know, trying to get rid of that whole virgin thing. Maybe one step at a time. You're not going to nail them immediately because you refuse to get with a whore. I don't refuse to get with a whore, just not when I would pay for not an official whore. Are you at least to the point where you would just be with kind of a skanky chick to get it? Sure. You wouldn't pay for it, though? Nah. Why not? That cheapens it. No, it doesn't. I'm not going to sell my flower. (laughs) Sell your flower. (laughs) Like, it's worth that much. And the other thing, too, you need to be nicer, bro, because you scare people off way too easy. I do? Yeah. I I almost cursed. Like what? we weren't on the radio. <laughs> what if someone bought it for you? No. Still. I, if I went and put down the money for it, you wouldn't take it? Nah. Because you skip. First of all, you're big. So you're, you got to realize you're automatically intimidating. Oh, yeah, I know that. Then you have a scowl on your face. <laughs> adds to the intimidation. Then you are a mean son of a bitch. I am? And chicks I don't. don't want. Dude, go back and listen to the tape and honestly think what no. girl will ever want to get with that. The scowling, I really can't help because that's just my natural face. I, after you get late, it won't be. And maybe I'm going to have to just have to pull one of those cable guy moves where uh, <laughs> yeah. I buy it, but you don't know. <laughs> At a karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. Give it a little hey, test, Ron. Wh- where'd that girl go? Oh, she left. She had to go to her other job. <laughs> What do you mean? I tested her out first. Don't worry. <laughs> God, that was creepy. <laughs> but that's your problem, brother. That's the biggest problem right there. Is you're just too mean, bro. And you scare them off. Have you thought about just like an internet relationship only first? We really got to get you hooked up on the virtualpursuit.com. I am signed up. And really get girls like actively searching for you. And you doing the same thing. I think hopefully that could solve the issue. Hold on. I need a uh, one-second-of-your-time little lost dog thing. Uh, there's a white dog uh, found by Drunky. If anybody is missing a white dog, email drunky at WTKS.com. Thanks, Casey Kasem. <laughs> I'm going to a story about a dead dog. <laughs> so, Matt, are you ever worried about the fact that you could, um, when you do get it, you're going to be so excited You'll end up hurting somebody? Uh, not really. Like sexually? Maybe. Because you won't know what to do? Or do you think No, because, you know, let's face it, it's like a tree log. Do you know, do you feel like you know what to do? Yeah, I watch plenty of pornos. I don't think that matters. Um, all right, let me ask you this, Dubs. Have you ever injured yourself during sex? I've gotten the uh, the leg cramps and that kind of stuff where you just you can't go any longer because like just the whole back of your leg just cramps up and sticks straight out. Right. I've had that happen, but no serious injuries. I've never gotten the cramp during set. Well, actually, you know what? Yes, I have. Or where like the bottom of the foot, like the, uh, right. the arch, just cramps up oh. and and you're, you're supposed to be there having sex, but you're punching the bottom of your foot just trying <laughs> to get it to to go back to normal. And she thinks you're really getting into it, and the whole time you just don't want to have a cramp. I'd rather be punching her, but I have to punch my own foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy, you ever had any injuries? Um, no, and I don't think this is too descriptive, but you tell me. If the girl's on top and she leans back too far... Like breaking it? Yeah, that happened, like, the, the first girl I was with. I don't want to get too graphic. And I just remember going, oh, my God, this is going to be the most awful thing ever. Right. Because that does happen. Yes, Dubs. 
I don't know if I can say this on the air. Is it on IM? You want to shoot it to me? Yeah, let me. All right, I'll take a phone call. Bees in Merritt Island, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bees? Hey, I think we need to hook up Matt Albert with one of those little tiny Asian chicks, man. Nice. I uh, I would happen to agree with you. A nice little Asian chick. I, look, Matt, here's the thing. Get a job and a mail-order bride. And just roll like that. Eventually, she's going to divorce you. But it's okay, because then you would add some of it out of the way. I think all part of the problem is that you're way too interested in just having sex. Yeah, that's... uh. Uh, okay. I, I, I got it. I, I, I got it. I have a way to describe Me it. Me too. You know when you're playing basketball, sometimes yeah. it bounces off the rim? Oh. I'll even say this. Let's say you're parking your g- car in the garage, mm-hmm. but you're drunk, and you just happen to hit the sidewall. Oh. Mm. Like the yeah. outside wall. And you get the, the crumple effect on the car. Right. Oh. That's happened. All right, so one in three people say that they have... Uh, Injured themselves during sex. All right, rug burns. Of course, yeah. Rug burns happen frequently. Muscle pulls. How about a, uh, like you hit your head? You know what I mean? Like on the headboard. I've never done that. Or Uh, a wall. I've never gotten injured personally like that. I've been with someone that gotten injured like that, but I've never actually hurt myself. And uh, I can't read this whole thing, but essentially... It is, uh, let's say, one guy having sex with his chick, mm-hmm. and um, things, you know, become dislodged. Yeah. And you're still moving like they're lodged, and then a break happens. Yeah, yeah, that's oh. happened before. I've had that one. But no, not the not break, break, though, right? But I've had the action happen, not the severity of the injury. For one guy, his girlfriend made an awkward landing. He had to undergo surgery and then sued her, claiming for years of lost sexual dysfunction. Good. He lost. Why? She's the one that didn't do it, right? And then there's other stuff, too, like people using hydraulic shovels on tractors to suspend themselves. Oh, people, there's this whole machine fetish out there. Yeah. You can find videos and type of videos of machine fetishes. And I, I can't imagine. I mean, you hear about uh, farmers losing a finger all the time. You can't. I can't imagine what happens with some of these machine people. Um, you got to think about it though. Like, why can't people just have good old fashioned sex? They got to start taking it to that next level. Sex isn't really that boring, is it? Well, I mean, you want it. You always want to uh, better yourself, and uh, if you hear there's something to better the uh, the uh, sexual encounter, you're going to be tempted to try it. Here's Bobby Hill. Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? Hey, Ponch. Hey, uh, hey, Matt. Would you ever go Mexican? Because you uh, definitely have a fat Mexican sitting in that room right there. What the hell? No, I wouldn't. What the hell is wrong with you? I don't like beans. Please, look at you. I know you've eaten some beans in your life. There's nothing you don't like. <laughs> don't like beans. How dare you? Man, a nice burrito sounds good right now. Actually, uh, you're right. And actually, I think Matt just ate some Taco Bell that was sitting out before the Phillips file. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, was, I was hungry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, did you screen this phone call? Is this clean? We put it on the air? What do you mean just... Nah. <laughs> Tommy, screen <laughs> the phone call. so-so. <laughs> uh, possibly findable. All right, Tommy, screen those. Get Chunks in here to screen those phone calls. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Tommy, while you're screaming the, screening the phone calls, let's take a break. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. We'll take your phone calls and sex injury stories. And also, too, Dubs, I'm going to that meeting tomorrow. Yes, you are. For the tune-up, I want to ask you, I want to take a little uh, things from the hideout of what I should go into the meeting to talk about representing our show. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Oh, boy. Hideout High School update on hideoutheretics.net. What's up now? Jailbait posting. Am I in detention? It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You should be in detention. All right, here's what it says. Under the listening thread. Also, that's also where you'll find this just ridiculous uh, hideout foam sign. And you can see the size of it compared to the rest of them. Um, here's what Jailbait says. And also, you can see her picture, too. Hide out uh, heretics.net. I find it quite hilarious how Matt invites me to drive over two hours to meet him for bowling, and the rest of the hideout gang gives me ass the entire time. Why did we give you us? I don't know what she's talking about. I think it's the rest. I think it's the gang. Tommy Bateman. What? She called her. He called her Pat. I did not. That was chunks. <laughs> Um, make up stories about me on the air. They continue to compare me to a hippo. How's its friend Chris? <laughs> that guy who gave me directions to the hotel was actually uh that was actually a nice analogy about me. Made me laugh. Also, the directions were superb, and I think you know that. I got there with no troubles at all. I think Matt Albert is just mad because I won't put out. Oh well. Oh well. That's true. Uh, Matt told me not to listen to the show tonight. I wonder why. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, that's what she says on hideoutheretics.net. I told her nothing about the show tonight. Uh, She's saying you're lying, we're lying. I don't know how we're getting lumped in with you. Yeah, Mm. ass. Tom, or actually Eddie in Orlando. What's up, Eddie? Hey, man, listen, I got one of those injuries during sex stories. Okay. All right, this is what went down. Basically, I was standing behind a girl, Uh and something happened, something popped. I don't know what it was, but when... When I came out of her, when I pulled out to check out what was going on. Ah, uh, yeah, it's too, too graphic. He tried. He was trying. <laughs> it's, was, not, it's not your fault. It's just a tough thing to do on the radio and not and he described He described it well on the phone. I think you just got kind of nervous that he was yeah. going to say the wrong thing. And can you, can you explain real quick? Um, He felt a pop, and then there was blood. Ooh. Kind yeah. of a self-circumcision. Yeah. Ooh. And it was in a public restroom. Ooh. Hey, good try, buddy. I know. It's just stupid rules. <laughs> just find a bigger uh, a bigger hole drilled in the side of the uh, the uh, uh, stall next time. Exactly. Hey, so you can see this. I just know it's going to be a topic of discussion tomorrow, this ginormous sign of ours. Mm-hmm. You can find it on the hideout page on realradio.fm or on hideoutheretics.net. I'm sitting down, and it's taller than me. Mm-hmm. And, um... It, it dwarfs the SBK one, which is obnoxiously large, too. Yeah, the SBK one's bigger than any of the other ones, too. And uh, But ours is just 
insane. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to this real radio tune-up meeting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I guess it's where all the managers and the talk show ho- and the show hosts get together. Now, Chunks, get in here for a second, because Chunks told me something, and I don't know if this is true or not. By the way, 407-916-1041, I need a... Like, what do you guys want me to bring up as far as the show is concerned? Is there anything at all that you would like for me to address... I would like to. <laughs> Is that More a Pink Floyd? Is that what you're saying? You want the dark side of the moon every night? The blooms? All right, so money. <laughs> but I, I think that's something you should address individually with Catherine. Yeah. And I think definitely you guys should address that. But, uh... Now, what was the thing, Chunks, you told me? Tomorrow with the the um, tune-up meeting, essentially. Oh, tune-up meeting? Yeah. Uh, I guess that's the time where you're uh, supposedly allowed to say whatever you want and vent. You just get it all off your chest. I heard I these things get it. pretty heated. And most of the time, it just ends up being eight hours of people yelling at each other. Ooh, like at the top of their lungs. <laughs> I don't trust it. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun, especially uh, with your relationship between a couple other people in the building. Really? Do you need backup? I mean, I'd love backup. That's why I want dubs there. I'd help you out, man, if I could. But, but you can give them to the and bees. All right, so, I mean, is there anything in particular, like, you'd like to see? <laughs> is there anything in particular you'd like to see for the show other than money? Uh, I- prizes. All right, prizes. I think prizes definitely should be a topic of conversation. Oh, I forgot, too, man. You get a free breakfast and lunch. Great. Nice. Hotel food? Yeah. Now, hotel food is actually pretty damn good. Working in one for a few years, I loved it. Yeah, it's not bad. Not for years, a few months. Um, so money, prizes, anything like promotions? Or just like promotion of the show? Like yeah, a billboard? Why, yeah, why don't you uh, check on a billboard? Why don't we just... We can just carry that thing around. That's that uh, new foam sign. Why are you pointing at me? No. Oh. I don't want to carry a gay guy around. I just want to carry the big foam sign around. Oh, painting on the wall. That's a good one. Add that on the list. What? Oh, uh, you, out in the halls? Yeah. Yeah, but what if they... I mean, you saw what happened when we bitched about a foam sign. All of a sudden, <laughs> they got us inside of a building. Yeah, we're going to be painting on the outside. Would that be so wrong? That take care of the billboard problem too. <laughs> Kill two true. birds with one stone. I just don't understand why we're all. I guess this thing's from nine to four, and we're all just gonna be sitting there yelling at each other. Is that what you heard? <laughs> well, I think they try and start it out civil, but you know nobody. It's like a Jerry Springer episode. You know, there's like two minutes of calm Wait, talking. Are you then... saying we work with trash? Because I totally disagree, Chunks. No, you know. Mm. Now you have to walk around here knowing that you called everybody trash. Well, I think my words were screwed around a little bit with, but no. But that's all you can think of? What, the fighting? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's cool, though. That's all that needs to be brought um, up? Let me think here. Dubs, anything you feel like, hey, this has been uh, overlooked? A thorn in our side? Right. A lot of stuff is changed over the last few months for the better 
Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to bitch about. I mean, like, three months ago, we might have had more fuel. Oh, yeah. But right now, it's not bad. Other than just money. Yeah. I don't know, though, if you want to talk about all that tomorrow. See, I don't think that tomorrow's the time and place to bring up money. I think that's up for everybody individually. I think tomorrow's the time where you're like, you suck at your job. Get at it. Get better at it. And you're just allowed to do that. Like, you suck at your job. Point all around the room and tell them how they suck. That doesn't seem productive at all. (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's supposed to be productive. I just know that's what they do It's definitely supposed to be productive. Why would you be there for, what, seven hours? Right. And just yelling at each other? For the free breakfast and lunch, man. No. I, dude, I, I'm missing basketball tomorrow for this crap. Well, can you at least bring Matt Albert and I some free breakfast no. and lunch? No. <laughs> I'll purposely just throw it away instead of bringing it back. What, Gibbs? Is Tommy trying to hint that he wants tickets to the Pink Floyd Laser Light Show? I think I, so. I don't know what he's or doing. Or some sort of a tribute band over at the House of Blues. Put that on the list. What, tickets? Yeah. Now you want to go see ACDC? Oh, yeah, there's a light that's in the corner of the studio. It's always out, right near the I don't concert. care about that crap. That's not, I'm not here to talk about janitorial stuff. Oh. I wasn't invited, man. I'd help you out. I'm stuck. I, now it feels like it's a waste of my time to go. Oh, man, you have to. I know I have to. Now, you... I think Chunk said not Hefe will be there sitting next to you the entire <laughs> oh, time. Oh, you ass. He sold his ticket to the meeting. <laughs> to not Hefe. Can you have your pancakes if you don't eat them? <laughs> Hold on, he's got an important call to take. Okay, now, already. Are you, are you worried about uh, you getting attacked with anything? <laughs> oh, I dare him come at me. Seriously, bring it. I've been biting tongues for a long time. My tongue. Okay, I was going to say, what kind of kinky stuff are you into? Yeah, but no, nah, I mean, I would, I'd love to see someone try to come at me. I just got a feeling that maybe you should take a mini disc record of that tomorrow. I don't you can't. can't. Why not? You can't Why? record those people. You can bleep it out. You can do the funny effect thing. You know where they no, sound all the... weird like this. No, <laughs> you know who it is. What? You know who it is. Oh. That's not going to help anything. You know people aren't going to be honest if they know they're being recorded. Well, you don't tell them. You have you to. You just no, said it on no. the air. That's illegal. Why well, you disguise their voice like this? Then they don't know. All right, there's one particular person I am interested in having going to this meeting with. Who? Because this person is, uh, we've gotten into fights with twice. Type it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? That's why I think it's going to get real interesting. But he has, it's it's gotten better with that person. Because we don't deal. But yeah. Oh, no, I agree. That was was at the beginning. But you never know if the grievances... Mm, if uh, people have gotten over certain things and if people have been holding on to anything. And now I'm literally, I feel like I'm going to go there and I'm just going to be writing notes to myself. <laughs> you got to text me during it. <laughs> yeah, that's right, because usually in a promo meeting, that's all we do. Just text messages, yeah, I know. jokes about everyone in the room. <laughs> Can I hand a sticky pad to you? <laughs> yeah, just writing jokes. <laughs> Damn it. I, who all's going? Is SBK going? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so, man. Mm-mm. I think maybe like Ross and Shannon. No, Shannon's not going. Oh, really? No, he's he's got to do the show. But I guess like all the heads of departments and stuff. Mm-hmm. How many departments do we have? We know all those. Those people are all in the promo meeting. No, man, like all the other departments. I think like Rum is there too, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
Is it a... Is no, it a, it's a real radio. No, it's just real radio. But each station does their own. Yeah. Like, uh, this will happen for every other station, too. But not... I believe tomorrow. I believe tomorrow is just real radio. You could take a mini disc recorder, man. It worked for that teacher. No, it didn't. Why? Actually, I, yeah, you can just say, I'm using this for notes. I wanna, yeah, I want to go back and transcribe this so I can learn for the test later at the end of the semester. All right, Bong Swap Matt says in italics, uh, maybe you should take Jimmy Jam to the meeting. <laughs> oh. Hey, now he's starting to fight back a little bit. He says what's on, what's on his mind. You can't take that away from him. Yeah, that'll be real comfortable. <laughs> All right, so this meeting... SBK! This meeting should be uh, a complete waste. No, you're going to have fun. All right, let me ask you, Chunks. Have you talked to other people who have gone to this meeting before about the meeting? Yeah. Does anything ever come of it? Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, you get to vent and you get to yell a lot. A lot of people get fired. Yeah. You get to yell a lot. I don't know if that's productive, man, but that's what happens. I know you want more of me from it, but it's not my meeting. There's going to be yelling and fist thrown and, like, punch thrown on people. That's, that's how why it's going to go down. There. Punch? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they punch? have complimentary punch. Oh. I love Is it the punch with the sherbet in it? Because I yeah. love that stuff. That was always disgusting. No, it's Erica Estrada. That what? stuff's great. Wait, you don't like the punch with the sherbet? No. Oh, you get a big chunk of sherbet in the bottom of it, and you're just sucking on that at the end? Ugh. That's where you're going to get it thrown at you tomorrow. What time does it start? Nine. Well, right. you got to be there at nine. Tell them I'll be there at 11. <laughs> and then i got to leave for two hours for basketball over at RDV with Brett Bushy. And I'll be back about 1.30. What time is, is it on the other side of town? What time does it end? No, it's right up the road. Uh, Four. Shortly uh, after four. Tell them I'm going to need to break out of there about 2.30. All right. So that's... You'll be back in quarter to four. 46 minutes. Yeah, that's all right. That's all I need. You know I'm just going to be sitting there and nothing's going to pertain to the hideout. I don't know. Because all the other shows really are on the air a lot of time during it, we're going to get a lot of FaceTime. (laughs) Great. Seriously, it might not be a bad thing. See the bottom of uh, or the top of my head as I just laid down on my desk? Getting the big red drool mark on your forehead? Can we show the movie? Can we show the movie now so I can nap? Do you have to dress up all fancy for for this? Or? Hell no, I'm not dressing up. Do they say I have to dress up? I yes. Have to dress, I've seen these people before. You gotta you gotta dress like a Mormon. It might make a good impression. Mormon? They've seen me around here with a uh, workout clothes on. Yeah, but that's here. You're at a hotel now, man. That's not <laughs> yeah, life classes. changes at a hotel. Real class. You gotta dress up a little bit. There's gonna be punch. And breakfast and lunch. You keep talking about this punch. What kind of punch is it going to be? with the sherbet. Yes. No, I don't like that. Awesome. That's why it's going to be thrown around. That's They use the crappy punch to throw around. And I can don't use call it punch. crappy. The raspberry is a little better. No, orange sherbet. Yeah. All right, how about this? And 7-Up. How about we send Gibbs in my place? <laughs> that works for Man, you can say what you want. wait. Putin dressed up like he did on uh, Halloween as you. <laughs> RealRadio.fm hideout portion. There's pictures of it. Looks just like you, Hefe. <laughs> Point at Mr. Burns pissed off. He looks like the blue meanie, but instead of blue hair, it's just black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of our uh, interns are former wrestlers. Blue meanie is fatter Putin with blue hair and drawn on glasses. And, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is the hammer valentine. <laughs> 
That was weird. <laughs> that was eerie and weird. He wears nicer robes. I think it was great when the whole arena just started shitting hooch when we came out. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Whatever you want to talk about, now's your chance. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Be somebody in the hideout. I wanted to get this done so much, so much earlier. It's usually earlier or easier. Get things going, man. We covered a lot of stuff tonight. If you want yeah. to hit that. Hey, 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 hideout. Anything and everything's on the table. All sorts of questions. Um, I hear some people who are proud of Matt. For the way he treated the uh, gel bait. I'm getting a lot of anger. Yeah? Hate mail about Matt. Oh, shocker. A lot of people pissed off. Just more than anything, afraid he's never going to get over. Because you could always tell there was a little something about chunks, the want, the drive. Well, with Matt, there's nothing. There's almost like there's no hope. It seemed like Chunks was fighting for hope at some point. And Matt just isn't interested in it. Alright, four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Do you want to actually uh do a betting pool on this? On if he'll ever get laid? I'm willing to. I'm willing I think we should. I think I, there should be some kind of online thing. I think we lay down money. As to, will it happen in 06? Like by month or? No, by 06. Somebody gets 06, somebody says it'll happen after uh, the year. What do you want to take? I honestly thought he was going to get laid this year. Now you're uh, betting against it? After what you've heard tonight? I still think he has a shot, but he just needs to make some little subtle changes. Not to say he hasn't changed already. Because I see a difference in Matt, just since when he got here to now. So you think uh, there's been a progress, not drastic enough to make it lay-worthy yet, but you he's on the right track? Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. He gets so down, mm-hmm. and then so bitter, and so angry to try to pump himself back up, <laughs> that that ends up driving away others. Potential others. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah. have we have known the most disgusting people in radio. I'm proud Sid. to say. Sid, Quasi, Porter. Those people had no problems. Well, Sid had a little bit of a problem, but Travis. <laughs> you're just dirty, disgusting. Half retards looking up Legos online. <laughs> and they got ass. This kid's actually funny. And not even hideous, just obese. Joe in Merritt Island, you're in Hey Hideout on the screen phone calls. What do you got, Joe? Hola. What's up, buddy? Hey, um, what's the, I've been listening to you guys since the first day you started. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Uh, what's the significance of the 5,000? 5,000? I've been getting a lot of this lately. The question comes up. Um, this That is actually an old school saying of, like, you know. We out. Goodbye. Like, See Audi 5,000. And if you oh. listen to at the very end, whenever we play that little montage of 5,000s, right. um, Boys in the Hood, if you've ever seen that movie, Doughboy, 
yeah. says that at the end to Trey when he's leaving. Right drink, before uh, he fades out and oh, they okay, say he great. died. Yeah. So it kind of came from uh, from that a little bit, and it kind of morphed into this whole thing. But that's yeah. what it is, Joe. Great show, guys. Appreciate it, buddy. I like questions like that. If you're new to the show yeah, and you, and don't you, know and you something? have a question, man, feel free to ask. Or We're not going to get mad if you don't know. In fact, we uh, we thank you. It means you want to get caught up on what's going down. Mike in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What's up, Mike? Mike, Mike. you there? Yeah. What's up, little man? <laughs> um, I just want to say, Matt, Matt Albert, yes. you need to get him laid somehow. All right, see, even the kids. Th- and this, you need the therapy. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, here's the problem. This is why Matt... He may have stuttered and stammered, but he has a good point, True. and even he can see it. Even that kid can see that you need to get laid. Yeah. He can hear the the venom pouring out of you just because you haven't gotten laid. Well, let me ask Gibbs something real fast. Gibbs, when did you lose your virginity? Um, 16, seven, uh, 16 or 17, somewhere in there. It was pretty close. Okay. Could you imagine if you were 21 and you were still a virgin? No. What that would be like? No, I don't know. Let me ask you, Gibbs. As a 19-year-old kid, how often would you say you get it? Because you don't have a steady girlfriend right now. No. Um, Who's got- that girl you were talking to on the phone that you called Baby? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean to say that he doesn't have some hoes floating around. How often? It's actually, his dad. <laughs> oh. Hey, baby. Yeah, how often are you getting it? Now, not so much because of the work deal, but oh, so with, it's our fault. With a lot, it, all your guys' fault. With the free, when I had a lot of free time before all this business, <laughs> eh, once a once a week maybe. From the same <laughs> chick or just different girls? I varied. I mean, so it, it wasn't the same. the same one every time. Oh, no, not every, ones. not every time. Gibbs, how many sexual partners you had in your life? Um, it's, it's t- eh, between ten and fifteen. Lies. You've I, yeah. I, no. Every guy knows exactly but how many. The thing is, you. because like I lived in a house by myself for a while, so a lot of them came from that. Maybe that's maybe Matt needs to move out on his own. I agree. Ha! I agree. Because that would help a lot. I'm sure here's, living with you is a. Big, I know a good cardboard box I can move. Here's the here's the other, hide outside. <laughs> here's the other thing. Lean it against too. the wall. Yeah, nice roof. Um, if Matt got like a another job, you know, they could pay the bills, and he was interacting with people, I think he'd be more apt to meet a chick. Because here's the thing. When girls get to know Matt, they like him. Mm -hmm. I know this for a fact. The problem is he meets no girls. Well, and he puts such a wall up to get to know him. But if you were like, let's say you had another job somewhere, and you just happen to be interacting with girls, on people on a daily basis, you'd make more friends, and I'm telling you, dude, you kid ass. It would happen. It happens to pizza delivery driver. Anytime you have a job and you're working with others, relationships and hookups constantly happen. Even if you worked at the movie theater. Anywhere. Anywhere you work. Anywhere where these people interact with you on a daily basis. And Instead, you're, you're just hanging around us. Dudes. Yeah, you work with a bunch of dudes. There's no way you're going to get laid. Oh, it's just awful. And my top uh, option just left, so. Who? You know. Catering now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just, <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, Matt, you gotta come in 
contact with as many people as you can to increase your chances. Just because she's gone, there's four billion other girls that you could have the same chance with. It's actually you like just, three billion. You just yeah. never leave, bro. You never. Did you get out? I mean, I know we all essentially spent the weekend together with after open door, <laughs> bowling, then after that, and then wrestling. But on a normal weekend, I know you don't leave. I cleaned my car today. You or know yesterday. what? I have an idea. Hmm. Take internet out of your room for one week. Oh God! And then that would that would force you to go interact with people instead of sitting in your room. I already don't have TV. I, exactly. No forms of entertainment at home. You're gonna have to go out and entertain yourself. And that might uh, lead to you actually going out and talking no, to people. Because you know what'll happen. I'll be wanting to talk to you. Video games. <laughs> I'm not gonna be there. No video games. No form of entertainment at home. Stamper and Bear Lake back in the hideout. What do you think of that? What's going on, guys? Hey. I just thought uh, I'd tell Joe Bate you're welcome for the directions, and sorry I couldn't meet you out there. Now, what do you <laughs> what do you think about that, though? Matt has no form of entertainment at home, and he has to get out and meet people. you got to also get rid of the lotion. Yeah. you really. I'm ashy, though. Yeah. I, I need the lotion. <laughs> uh, we got to take a break. Yeah, Gibbs. I was just going to say, Saturday, I'm hanging out with people. Matt, would you like to come hang out with people with uh, me? Yes. You know what? Absolutely yes, he, would. he would. Absolutely, Gibbs. That is fantastic. Can I, I wear my that. great gesture? Can I wear my mesh shorts? He can wear whatever you want. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> mesh like... shorts are his one thing that has to happen anywhere he goes. So he has to be able to wear his mesh shorts. That's fine. Just interact with people, man. All right. Fantastic. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. What's going to feel like? Just uh, one more time. Anybody lost a white dog in Orlando? Email drunky at WTKS.com because he doesn't want the dog at his house anymore. Um, AT&T Bell South merger may force job cuts. Up to 10,000 jobs may be lost. That good old American let's merge and cut jobs mm-hmm. gimmick. Let's combine, let's make a lot of money, let's make the shareholders money, and let's cost 10,000 jobs to uh, Americans. Fantastic. Government working on new bird flu vaccine. I'm, not, I'm over the bird flu. I already had it. I beat it. Is the bird flu still the, the, the big uh, concern that it was? I haven't heard a whole hell of a lot about it lately. We broke this story, but everyone will be talking about it tomorrow. Kirby Puckett, dead at the age of 44. Uh-huh. Led the world's uh, Twins to a World Series in 87 and 91. He was a badass. We were the first to make fun of it, too. Yeah, great. <laughs> I'm real proud of that. Uh, UK troops plan Iraqi pullout by mid-2008. It's great to have goals. Here's the thing. When we're wanted, why do... We don't need to leave them in their time of need. We're so wanted right Mm -hmm. now. Remember tomorrow, too, uh, the first openly gay wrestler, Chris Canyon, will be on the show at 8 p.m. tomorrow in studio for a dating game. Mannion. Looking for a gay love connection. And you know it's going to be the topic... On most of the shows tomorrow, the trampoline-sized hideout <laughs> sign. It is, I, I would say it's bigger than one of those personal trampolines. Oh, it is. Yeah. Like, the, the, the logo part is, I think, 
I'd say still bigger. It's probably still bigger. You're right. And then on top of the uh, the outline. Yeah, but there's a big border to it too. So that's some of the stuff you'll hear about tomorrow. Right. I want to thank everybody for making tonight a badass show. Great Monday night. Fun. And uh, wake up at the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke middays. Phillips file in the afternoon. We're back at seven. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Remember to be somebody and always talk good. Question authority and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I'm a transvestite. I'm a transvestite. Five thousand.